listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ayo Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal. Orange rind. Smoke your green. I'm spending mine. This beat is rich as brew. But beware the shit is potent. E.E. Cummins on her face. Now that's poetry and motion. Yeah, Gambino make it work. I'm the boss. Move something. Yeah, that's cool. Fucking suits me. Swag two button. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with their host Rod and Karen. That's right. When and we... she is a great rapper. Because mm-hmm. y'all know that with me. Well, we dance. Like, what song is this well you're dancing black swan you know i, I was i was dancing uh we <laughs> I was dancing. for people that have been uh long time fans of the show and uh but just going all the way back to uh this weekend blackness even um it up. going all the way back to like teen summit i feel like oh god <laughs> <laughs> we're taking it way back like, 30 years ago teen summit who i say is responsible for uh michael rapaport being a thing uh we (laughs) (laughs) sorry uh it's like i met him i met him on uh uh because the the cast of zebrahead um was a guest were guests on the show and so i met him back then like his first press his first interview his first whatever was on teen summit Mm. Oh, yep that's what that's like i said y'all are responsible for the scourge <laughs> oh, uh it's our girl bossy ikby what's going on bossy nothing how are y'all glad to be back last time we spoke i was in i was in nigeria yeah yep um which is uh you know we always assume you somewhere in africa it's always. like where it's like it's like carmen san diego but yeah. but but black you know what i mean <laughs> and i'm always in africa yeah as or as you know as americans think the country of africa yeah yeah we call the whole thing (laughs) the whole thing is a country yeah but uh yeah we're glad you could uh you could make it i guess um i think the last episode you were on was episode 1009 it was called corporate racist um yeah we discussed uh life in nigeria um a weird bernie supporter sending me an email boy i do not miss those days uh and a bunch of other stuff um but uh i would just say like what's been up uh since then man that was like last august yeah um since then um, i'm back in the states i'm not um i'm not in well clearly i'm not in uh, africa because I, I, I think right after that i went to kenya i was in nairobi for about a month and a half and then i came back to Lagos for a day, two days, and then I flew back to America. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm writing. I'm, uh, you know, just trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, uh, I'll be in South Africa for the, for Poetry Africa Festival in October. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just, just, I'm being a, uh, actually what I'm doing is, is being Boogie's chauffeur to soccer every <laughs> freaking day. Uh, that's that's my main job that I don't get paid for. I said earlier that he's gonna have to pay. He's gonna have to buy me a house for every hour I spend um, after practice is over because he just got to do one more thing. I got I got to kick the thing with the thing. Okay, well, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here then while you kick the thing in the thing. Oh, that's that's dope, man. Um, I you know it is weird. Like sports is that one area when you're a kid that you kind of get to tell your parents what to do a little bit um yeah. because uh, sometimes it's not even you like 
that your mom will show up or whatever and then the coach is like all right y'all ain't leaving until y'all make 15 free throws in a row or some shit and it's like well that's an extra 30 minutes my mom's waiting outside you gonna get both of us killed tonight you know <laughs> uh but yeah it's that one area where you got where you could just be like mom i was late but it's not my fault um well and she may or may not buy it and uh is there a culture shock between like going from america to africa and africa back to america like do you have to kind of readjust um there's yeah there's 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 culture shock in both directions because um they're seeing and this is this is the bad part um there are things that i got used to when i was in in lagos that you should never get used to you know what i mean like you should not be used to being in traffic for six hours you should not be used to like the lights just cutting out like randomly like so i was used to that so when i came um uh when i came back i was like a freaking refugee like i would plug everything in i'm like oh we got we got we got electricity so i'm plugging in my phone i'm charging this (laughs) i'm everything's plugged in and like i felt like i was like you know like like you know um i don't know how like i had um uh, post-traumatic stress almost Mm -hmm. because like i was so freaked out like my phone cannot be um like at 30 percent i gotta i gotta charge it like i can't risk it dying on me or whatever and it's 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 um it's strange it's also really weird to see white people still (laughs) (laughs) that's really weird i remember when i um i I landed at uh bwi baltimore and i was just like god damn there's a lot of white people in this country like it just (laughs) hit me like you'll see one or two you know um in in nigeria or nairobi or wherever but to see like a whole bunch of them and just like what are y'all doing here but you know apparently this is their country yeah um, uh, that's what i've been told according to them yeah. and according to everybody on twitter if you kneel for the pledge of allegiance uh or the, or the uh star spangled banner you uh yeah, the country they you will find out quickly it's white people's country we just borrowed yeah it. yeah we we, we borrowed just, it and they stole it from somebody yeah basically um and then also you say you're writing and you're going to um to do are you going to be performing when you go um to south africa yeah um i i i keep i've i've officially or technically retired from spoken word but when opportunities like this come up like i can't be like oh no i ain't Mm. going like yeah i'm I'm, you're gonna pay me to go to south africa for a week hell yeah let's let's do it um but uh for the most part i'm focusing like i've been submitting a lot like i've been um you know getting published different places like essays and stories and um and stuff like that and um i'm also doing some tv stuff um that i can't really talk about yet yet because it's still kind of new um but i'm just like i'm really really just trying to get back in the swing of things but at the same time um honor the growth because it's been three and a half years, no, two and a half years of me going back and forth. Mm. And I was trying to do something over there that didn't work out. Um, and I, I actually was really depressed for the first, gosh, the first six months I was home, like really like bad depressed because I just could not figure out, you know, what went wrong. I, I kept bringing that quote unquote failure with me. I didn't really know how to, 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 justify the fact that I was gone so long um with the fact that I came back with like basically nothing you know what I mean so uh and then my birthday I turned 40 in August like there was a lot happening so I took a lot of time to make sure that I was okay and to make sure that um 
I was healthy and make sure that I, I wasn't taking things too personally or too hard. And it's only been the last maybe two months where I really felt like, okay, I'm okay. And mm-hmm. uh, no, 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 not even two months. What are we, is this September? Yeah, September. Child, it's been six weeks. It's only been <laughs> six weeks uh, where I felt okay, where I'm like, you know what? This is where you are. You're good. Um, let's just keep going. And and so, you know, because, you know, mental health is my whole thing. So I, I, I took a lot of time to focus on that and to be okay in there. Uh, and now that I, I feel a lot better than I have in a long time, I'm able to do the work, uh, like a lot of writing, a lot of publishing, um, just just being present, you know, getting verified on Twitter and Facebook, you know, just. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, <laughs> us verified, you know, I say we have to stick together, you know, that's one of the things. I was talking for five minutes trying to find a way to slip that in, and I'm mm. glad that I was able to. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, for me, it's almost like effortless. You know, it just kind of flows off the tongue. Um, I feel like all our opinions now have blue track marks next to them. So Absolutely. they're ah, much ah. more valid than the, uh, you know, the unmarked. Non-famous. Well, I call, I, we call you guys the unmarked. Okay. That's, that's, that's true. It's like yeah. alienation. Like yeah. you guys are the, um, I, I, uh, I, I keep saying I have to be more responsible with my tweets. So whenever I diss Jason Derulo, I start off with, no offense mm-hmm. yes or all due respect ah! that's a good one and then i tell him how much he sucks you know i will say and i don't know what it is i'm assuming it's so maybe it's like an algorithm or some shit um my tweets now go more viral than they were yeah, yeah it probably is the algorithm yeah yeah um i don't necessarily like that no <laughs> like these people uh, are cur- oh wait i'm not supposed to say that these people are no, you can say crazy. Uh, I these people are crazy. Practicing crazy person, you can say crazy. Um, they are. And you know what I do? Once a tweet gets to like maybe like 300, 400, I just delete it. Because at that point, oh, like, the people who've seen it have seen it. The people who have not yet, you know, decided to, you know, call me a nigger. Right. Um, have not seen it. So let's just, let's just cut it out right now. We had a good run. Yeah. Let's- I've been, I've been struggling with delete, like, cause I've thought about it multiple times the only times i like thought about it was like when the people were just being so ridiculous and they were like taking it completely like either out of context or the 100th person responding with you know what or something you know something ridiculous and i and and the only reason i didn't is sometimes i'll be like no i stand behind this point and i i don't take it back and fuck you but yeah yeah, it it just becomes like a a adversarial relationship with social media which is you know not the experience that i prefer um with it because the people who 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 do the searching and 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 look for different buzzwords Mm -hmm. uh they they and for me i actually had this conversation with somebody i think saturday uh for me as a black woman, mm-hmm. they come at me differently than what I see them come at different people. Mm-hmm. Cause it right. always starts off. Okay. Like there's always that one guy's like, well, why do you <clears> think that? And I'm thinking I'm having like a, 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 a really, you know, um, safe and, and, and mutually respectful conversation with somebody that disagrees with me and we're going back and forth. And then it gets a little weird. They're like, well, how does racism still exist? And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, I don't know if you're being serious, but let me answer that question. And then two tweets in, it's like, well, that's why you people need to trade right. 
and i'm like whoa right where did this come from where did this come from yes like you just came out of nowhere like you were it's almost like they were holding it in for like an hour and they just the racism just have to like come out out. like what i what i'll do now is i'll click on their profile and look at what they've been tweeting about all day and if i see they just been tweeting the same shit to everybody or they're you know you go to their thing and it's like trump for america so i'm just like yep blocked isn't and it always is though like it Mm -hmm. always is like you you just you just know that that there's a trump life force behind them you just know it really like um the Trump thing is like the new like uh white tennis shoe laces, white boots, uh white <laughs> white shoelaces and black boots where you're like, "Oh, you're just like a weird skinhead person and this is your this is how you get down. You you find people. I, I I'm going to tell you where I find solace though, okay? And uh people have been saying, "Oh, I'm going to steal this and whatever." Listen, guys, this is not mine to give it is the universe to give it is a gift that has been given to us and feel free to use it in your own ways but i hit people with that oh you sweet soul the more you realize that we are the same the more we can have a conversation (laughs) bye um that that makes makes me feel good every single time i use it and it makes me so mad it does like they like half the time well see i block them afterwards okay i don't even i don't even want the response because that's what justin was after um but the point the point is like uh i need to get something good out of it and that is i it doesn't matter if i use it a million times it's still good today well i'm just like time you use it yeah when somebody just comes in it's like they're lucky to even be able to play a game for millions of dollars oh you sweet soul come here come here take this mother church hug and just go on go on down the street with your business with your egg and your dog and your flag or (laughs) whatever you got going on whatever animal you got up there yeah man they need that in their lives man um all right so let me introduce this show okay guys Mm -hmm. um oh wait and if people want to see you perform if they we got listeners in south africa and stuff how can they like how like where do they need to go uh well i'll be in durban it's the poetry africa festival that's about all the information i have besides my hotel which i'm not going to give anybody (laughs) Uh, so yeah it's 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 october 9th through the 16th there you go guys just google poetry africa festival durban whatever pops up is what you know and you know i listen i normally don't do this okay but uh so i i i had the picture for Vasi for the you know i like put a picture of the guest for our um, for our like promo for the show right yes. and i picked this this picture of Vasi, and Vasi's like why everybody always pick this picture and i was like oh this is the second time this happened i did it with jess Wood too i was like oh what did i do what i you know and she's just like ah, i'm not a big fan of this picture right and <laughs> i gotta say man i realized looking at the art to like right before the show why i love this picture it's like she could have been in the opening montage credits of like a 90s sitcom yes yeah, like right like it's like she it's like you know it's like she was just talking to somebody and then she turned towards the camera yeah, like, and put like, her hands on her hips and smile like yeah like that was like that's your cute girl right <laughs> in the 90s kind of world yeah i'm glad i got my girls Ding! that's that's what it was bossy i i put it together like right before the show i was like that's why it just made me feel so like it's a beautiful picture it's gonna be a good time with bossy you know yes. <laughs> but, but, 
see what subconsciously people because everybody whenever they they want to choose a picture for something they always choose that picture and i hate it so it might be like subconsciously people are like i love family matters let's use this one <laughs> yeah. i feel like overton's coming over and kyle <laughs> and saint claire yeah saint claire's gonna be there it's gonna be like just a rip-roaring time i don't know why it gave me that vibe man i just i realized it just looking at the picture because i because like i also obsess over like the tiniest thing so i'm like why did i pick that picture it was so many pictures and bozzy's so like photogenic like i could have picked a yes, hundred different pictures and i was just like hey, i don't know why it had to be that one and now i think i put it together you uh-huh. just it reminds me of happier times uh in the 90s before racism existed but <laughs> black people can have brought racism to us yeah before we were divided as a country and black people can have sitcoms uh multiple nights of the week um uh, i say that but black tv is is awesome right now it is flames Mm -hmm. uh all right let me introduce the show that we talk about some black tv all right guys let's do it uh first of all this is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews if we like the reviews we'll read them on the show when we do our saturday morning feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is sponsored it's actually double sponsored mm-hmm. first of all it's sponsored by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com uh and then also is sponsored by um adam and eve but i'm not gonna play sexy music because with <laughs> skype when i play the music it actually like the guests can't hear mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna read the copy uh for adam and eve today and you guys add the sex y'all to yourselves okay imagine it's h-town i don't know um <laughs> so you look them, uh, <laughs> they performed at the at the million woman march the mill oh for real yeah 19 was it 96 98 something like that oh okay yeah okay i thought it was like a new march that no, like, <laughs> last tuesday yeah uh, i was like oh they still together that right. is precious look at them they made it. one of them mm-hmm. died yeah i think so that's what i was gonna say who replaced them yeah i feel at least one of every member of a 90s uh r&b group somebody died one, yeah one person died it's tough for coming like, bad that one dude just got real big and everybody was well, acting like he died there's like nah he's not <laughs> he's not sexy no more we're not we're no, not fucking with him no uh <laughs> talk, talk, talking about and this this is not actually r&b but uh i heard that uh they said that bell b of devoe actually got a new album out first album in like 15 years i was like yeah right yeah. okay one i don't know if that's true two if it is true i don't want to hear that shit uh, me- I mean, they did. Mm, remember it's when it's uh, gonna be like that? Jodeci mess you right? Played. Jodeci had an album. We played some on the show. It was like, yo, y'all could have kept this. Anyway, yeah, I I don't get that. Whenever I don't I don't do concerts because I I don't like being in in crowds of people that I can't control with my mind. We'll talk about that later. Same. But my <laughs> sister, my sister said that she went to go see uh, New Edition, and she said they spent an hour playing some some new not <laughs> right not new edition songs songs yeah. i don't know the words to right and nobody came to see nobody got words. the album all right i'm just waiting on you to uh to, to do uh to do your greatest hits and you're gonna come through with some come all right guys we wrote this on the way to the concert tonight <laughs> check it out <laughs> reading it off a napkin right 
Booby dooby do 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 we new edition. Oh, y'all don't like this? Y'all don't like this? Oh, it's terrible. It's never good. I don't. I can't think of anybody who made a comeback like twenty years later with like. Well, maybe Maxwell. Yeah. You know who I feel bad for is um when when they get older and then they do the like greatest hits but they got to do all the choreography they did when they were 15 (laughs) oh man i seen bobby about pass out bobby was like hey i'm gonna need a second right because people realize as you get older you don't move the same you become very stiff you gotta hydrate you gotta be in shape speak for your own self Mm -hmm. i am speaking for me yeah i'm i'm oh you know not not the same size I'm just saying, you need to be in shape to do what you was doing at 15, 16, 17. That's all. Like, cause the your thing. Your energy level ain't the same. Your metabolism ain't the same. Well, that's not, the thing for me isn't all that. It's just that at 16 and 17 or 21 or whatever, they were probably going out getting drunk, doing drugs, having sex with all kinds of women and shit. But at like 45, like, yo, you need to be in bed by like eight. What? You need to drink plenty of water, no drugs. <laughs> no you cannot be getting drunk and having hangovers like you just got to treat it differently at that age to do that same like step up spin in a circle flip over bobby you know (laughs) throw the microphone to johnny gill across the stage like you need to be able to like it's like you gotta you gotta be on point to do that when you're older so it's just a matter of changing the way that they you know and i don't think they do that well at least not bobby bobby Mm -hmm. definitely didn't because bobby was out there like (sighs) <laughs> he, he, he ain't been practicing that cardio the rest of them was like and one two three four five six and spin and go and pop was like hold 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 on hold hold on right well, i kind of don't want to see that like i feel like they should hire dancers to do that right right okay lip sync concert like i feel like millie vanilli was has been maligned for the last 20 plus years they mm-hmm. had the right idea I let somebody it. else sing mm-hmm. and you do the dancing why not yeah bobby was out there yeah, like beyonce bobby was like i can't stand the rain but can i like lay in the ah! rain for a second can i just is that okay somebody in chat room. can someone call mr telephone man can you call 911 because yeah, i'm short of breath yeah somebody said mr telephone man send me an ambulance right right this isn't love this is uh cardiac arrest uh, yes i'm gonna is. need i'm gonna need a second um Bonnie, bobby ricky mike can somebody help me up? Yeah. <laughs> anybody <laughs> oh crew oh uh, all right so uh adam and eve is trying to hook you up guys okay adam and eve.com is for a limited time only giving you half off of just about any item they have all you got to do is go to the store go to adamandeve.com it's a virtual store you don't even have to leave your house Mm-mm. pick out one item boom you already halfway there go to the checkout uh cart you put in code tbgwt and they will give you 50 percent off of that item in addition to that they'll also give you three free adult dvds plus a free exclusive gift which is a um <clears throat> clip bumper do not uh nobody told you that you didn't hear that from us but it's ah! definitely gonna be about bumping that clip and also you get free exclusive gift and uh free shipping so um you're really just paying for half of an item plus tax you're not paying for shipping you're getting three free adult dvds and you're getting an exclusive gift um so make sure you guys do that adamandeve.com code tbgwt at checkout and uh hook yourself up okay guys 
uh all right let's talk about uh we were talking about black tv tv so black right now i am here um all of it all of it like but but not only is it black it's it's like different kinds of black like Mm -hmm. yes different kinds of tv different kinds of black it's just i'm so happy to be here yeah we got um uh obviously uh atlanta and queen sugar premiered last week um and i like one i love atlanta now i don't know if it's because we from down Down, this way right and we just never had a show for us so maybe that's what people feel like in new york or when people feel like with the wire in baltimore i don't know but but. like the fact that i'm looking at subtitles and i'm like (laughs) i mean close caption i'm like close caption got that completely wrong no like i know exactly what that dude just said and that was not it you know no and and i think uh for me yeah like right said i love both series but like i said i really love atlanta because it's where where we're from like we're down south so it's like a representation of our area <coughs> for the rest of the world and i, I think well, we're, we're from for the record we're from charlotte but yeah, i just yeah. want people to understand that yeah, that culture is very similar you right, know it's, like it's not exactly the same but mm-hmm. some of the like the at least the first two episodes like the way it's taking place um you know the way that you know the city blends in with the trees and it can feel like you're out in the middle of the country in one scene out in the boondocks or out in the uh well our projects look different uh up north but you know you can be out in like the government housing area you can be in the poverty area like um and it's so authentically black right uh it's that kind of it's little stuff like that but it doesn't feel like forced or put on um which is really dope yeah and and to me the uh, difference is is south but I'm not familiar with New Orleans South. Like, not mm-hmm. trying to be fun. Like, to me, that's it's still South, but it's almost a different kind of South to mm-hmm. me because I'm not from that area. So, to me, this kind of represents more of. Well, you know what? Area. Also, we're seeing black people from here right about here. Right. You know, yeah. a lot of times when we get depictions of the South, it's from either white people who aren't from here or it's like some really bad stereotype of what they think Southerners right. are and they miss out on so much nuance and so many little things uh that make you know that that make up our uh our commerce and our blackness and the way we navigate it and whatnot uh bossy go ahead i'm sorry i know we've been talking well no the the, the thing about i i i, I i'm gonna cl- include the get down in this because i feel like mm. people are leading the get down out of the conversation and i really really enjoyed the get down for mm-hmm. for for different reasons but what i I'd like is that I preferred for me, I preferred Atlanta to um, Queen Sugar and I'm not comparing them, but as far as me feeling connected to the characters and, and because Queen Sugar, I felt like I was watching people that I, that were interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. And Atlanta, I felt like I knew the people that were being interesting Mm -hmm. and I don't have that background. I was raised in Oklahoma, but I, Oklahoma is not Atlanta. Um, And I'm, you know, African, but I've been black enough to know Ern and Alfred and Darius and the people that they run uh, run into. Uh, Vanessa, I think is his girlfriend's name or his mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend's name. Um, the conversations they were having were real conversations. And I was able to pick up the authentic blackness 
in everything they did. So even if I didn't know it on a personal level, I recognized the blackness in it. You know what I mean? Like I saw it. And mm-hmm. um, I also saw when, when they were talking about uh, Donald Glover's character, Earn dropped out of Princeton. Um, no one really knew why. I was like, this, this is, there's a, that's a depression storyline. Like, mm. I recognize that. You know what I mean? Like the way he was acting, the way that people didn't really know how to be around him. His parents were like, we don't know what happened. He just came home, blah, blah. I was like, that's it. I'm mm-hmm. seeing like, I, I, I'm, I'm, at, I'm interested in knowing where it all goes because I recognize yeah, that. I really want a like flashback episode or episodes of the Princeton experience. Like, yeah, I think I'm so, yeah. I mean, cause they seem to be really approaching this with like, uh, artistic merit where they're like they're playing like it, it just seems like they have a lot planned mm-hmm. you know from the and and also like there's an economy about the show because and maybe it's because each episode is 30 minutes as opposed to an hour right and you they don't have to stretch it necessarily they probably only have probably 13 episodes maybe or right. something so um there's an economy about certain things where they make a point but it doesn't feel like that uh keenan ivory wayne's message um yeah, from don't be a menace like um i love the little subplot with dave the white dude who yeah. says nigga to call who says nigga around uh ernie right uh but, but nobody else around. yeah <laughs> the, the thing is that that it also it doesn't tell you how to feel mm-hmm. about anything um like there were the, the 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 moment with the trans woman in the in the jail mm-hmm. um and the first time i watched i didn't pick up on the fact that this the the man her boyfriend ex-boyfriend knew or had an idea that she was transgendered but didn't really put it all together until he was there like he wasn't angry that she was he was right. angry that people around him noticed and it's like but they didn't say like trans issues are important in the world and you shouldn't none of that there was no right there was no message there was no she didn't say anything but it wasn't like they were silencing her it was just when you're in jail no one's gonna sit and have like a lecture about you know these issues they present themselves and then they go away i love that i love that ernest tried well he like by the way uh like just authentic regular nigga ignorance is so undefeated like and regular and nigga, i yeah. and by the record for the record i love me some regular nigga ignorance like i'm not trying to like this isn't me uh being down on it it's just like a fact of life where i'll laugh at some shit sometimes where i'm like that's ignorant as fuck but it's funny yeah um so like when the when when, when Ernest is like well you know um sexuality is more like a spectrum man really uh-huh. it's no wrong choice or whatever and then being fluid and dude was like nigga you gay as hell and i was like you can't beat that that is you can't win that argument i've been in that situation where you're like nah man if you think about it i mean like i'd be reasonable there's a dude we talk to at the basketball court every saturday and me and justin have made a running joke out of trolling him about his homophobia and transphobia um like every saturday we show up and we're just Ah! like like if he's defending me or something i'm like oh so you don't mind being all handsy in the paint and touching on me but then you can't even you scared to use the bathroom with somebody he's like man man that's different roger that's different right now whatever so like we'll but we just kind of made a running joke but honestly we just can't defeat his regular ass ignorance because he don't care and that's he like care he's yeah not in, 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 he's not interested in growing as a person nope he's not interested at at depth he no that's just it like and that and that's fine you know what i mean after 
it's it's okay. It's only right. been social media where we felt the need to try and change people's opinions. Right. Where before we were like that nigga, like fuck him, like and right. that's it. <laughs> right. And that's it. You don't you don't spend time, you know, saying 140 words at a, at a different interview. Right. So and that shit catches up anyway. Out. That shit catches up with you anyway because you know what broke through the call on Saturdays um when the nba all-star game got moved from charlotte mm. that was the thing where he was like all right man y'all got a point and uh yeah. and then also he found out that the same people he's supporting with the transphobia are the same people who were behind the voter registration laws to get black yep. people to stop voting and they specifically targeted Come us on, and that was something that me and justin kept telling him was like dog it's all bigotry flows from the same river and it's no yeah. way that they're homophobic and transphobic and not racist he's like come on they ain't got, that's different they ain't got nothing to do with yeah, me right or sex is right. right and then when he found out when it was like <laughs> bombshell revealed or whatever that they specifically targeted black people he was like man y'all right man i see y'all point and then i found out today we just lost the ncaa um opening round games for uh basketball so like wow yeah it's definitely affecting our economy but the point being i wasn't gonna get through him on any level trying to speak that you know uh the wokeness it wasn't gonna happen that way it had to be yeah. well now we can't play basketball are you happy then it's like damn <laughs> yeah and and i think for me uh speaking about atlanta i really and this is me and i never really paid this any attention until i was really watching i love that they have black people that have heavy influence in the script oh yeah and and the writing because you can all black and all black staff right Mm -hmm. and you never happens and you can tell because just the because the way black people interact with each other our facial expressions our quips how we it you know something as simple as him the dude handing him the them the box of chicken oh you mean chicken wing yeah the chicken Lim- wing. lemon pepper wet the lemon pepper wet mm-hmm. and they open it up and their response and, and shit like that and it was like black people wrote this it took me out yeah. when darius's eyes watered yeah the, like he's about to cry and the contents of the box glowed like the suitcase in pulp fiction i said ah! okay let's talk about Darius for a second one of the things that, that again you can tell that's an all black writing staff because black people are diverse right. within yes. our blackness so you saw every kind of black mm-hmm. represented um, in the show hell Vanessa had on a, he- a, a, a scarf when she woke up yes. and she took a twist out out like I almost cried I was like oh my god <laughs> but uh, Darius in another setting with white writers on a different show would have been JJ right. Evans he would have been over the top. Whereas and my brothers and I were talking about this. He's regular dude funny. Mm-hmm. Like there's always one dude in your crew who's just, he's just funny. Doesn't know he's funny. Isn't trying to be funny, but he's just funny. Right. You know, like when, when he, when they were at, um, Ern's dad, spoiler alert, I guess when yeah. it was Ern's dad's house and he was like, can I measure your tree? And he was <laughs> like, uh, maybe later. He's like, man, that, that, that means no. Right. Like, I was like, but he looks so sad. I was like, let that boy measure your damn right. brain. Like, just, just let him be happy. Let and, him be happy. And he was, and then, and then Ern was like, who are you, man? He's like, I'm Darius. I was like, oh, I was like, this dude is so regular funny that I can't even, I can't even handle all this right now. Yes. Yeah. And, and also I think for me, 
because niggas have like nigga alert to let you know shit ain't right mm-hmm. yeah and world star right they, they right they was figuring out shit wasn't right and when dude knocked on the door with that batman uh mask on was like <laughs> i was like y'all need to move look when the dude at the gas station looked back at him oh that guy I, listen listen i've been in atlanta and done that like that like legitimately was i remember we were running out of gas and we had to pull over and and uh get gas because the light was on but it was me mario john and leon Mm -hmm. and we pulled over to the shadiest looking gas station and we immediately our we were we got two things happened one we got the shadiest of looks and we all we were about to go to the pacers hawks game and i had a hawks um shoot around shirt on which like nobody had shoot around shirts at the time and it was the Aww. short sleeve joint too which i was like super like yeah i'm gonna be fly as fuck at this game man buddy walked up and said hey man where you get that jersey from and i was like uh i just ordered offline and he was like oh man you gotta watch your back with that and i was like ha ha hey man we can't get gas here we gotta go <laughs> like we just gotta risk it bro we gotta take another five six miles we gotta get to a place where i see some city and see some you know some some street lights and stuff looking at us like y'all don't belong here yeah so it's like that moment but it it like what at the same time they didn't like they're not trying to stigmatize it like because black people be robbing or because look at like you know because when he walked in the house uh you know his cousin alfred had a gun and Dar- darius had a knife but it wasn't like because they some gangsters and they <laughs> right. sell drugs no. it, you know it was just more like casual low-key like oh because they live in the hood got it yeah right like so at, at any rate man i i i love that show man i watched that oh, episode God, like four so i watched it like four times dog like God, it was so good i couldn't like i i wanted it to be good so i was determined to fake like it was good i was ready I <laughs> No, I'm serious. I had my tweets and draft. Like, I love this show. It's wonderful. Donna Glover is a star. Like, I was ready to just fake it. But I was like, oh, my God. Right. I legit love this. Like, this is really good. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I was rooting for him so hard. Uh, but, you know, and also, man, like, um, I stand for him to a certain extent uh, yeah. because uh, he's just get he's just got such a polarizing reputation, undeservedly so, in right. my opinion. Yeah. A lot of um, don't like him. I mean, he just has like he has an aesthetic about him that I think triggers a lot of black people who have felt judged by the special snowflake type of black people, right. and they assume that's what he is. Right. And it's funny because I've been in so many conversations where a person is talking about that like him, and I'm like, so where are you getting that from? And it's yeah. not, and it's never something he did or said. It's always some shit like, well, I mean, he be wearing those short shorts and I mean, he just think he a different type of nigga or what? I'm like, what? But, but you're, that's you adding a bunch of shit to, do you listen to his music? Uh, yeah. you know, like what did he say that made you feel this way? What did he do that made you feel this way? It's just an assumption that, especially because, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, especially because a lot of the fans of his music, were those hipster white kids at first Mm -hmm. like to start off there's just an assumption that he must be placating to them when i'm like i listen to i listen to camp and i remember it was Mm -hmm. camp where i was just like oh this nigga is black as shit and like i remember that camp got like such a horrible review in pitchfork and i'm sure it was because they got that wake-up call of like yeah i'm your black friend but i also think y'all are racist and fucked up 
and yeah. and it was white people being like fuck that uh this album is terrible we thought you was gonna be rapping about some other shit right. <laughs> That's rap, rap. um i i i i have two things two points i think that um black people we also get caught up in the kind of black people that we're supposed to be right i personally don't think there's anything wrong with being a special snowflake because i feel like you know there's a lot of us do you know what i mean like like there 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 are ways that we approach life because of our backgrounds doesn't make us any less black um i know that a lot of people especially black women had a problem because he seemed to fetishize Asian women. Mm-hmm. And I saw that a little bit in the beginning, but as he got as he started to grow, it's like okay, maybe when he was a kid, he was like a nerdy kind of whatever, and as he started to see the depths of blackness outside of himself, he let that go. And mm-hmm. whatever he does is what he does, but um back 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 when he was still on community um before his album dropped, uh oh, and that's another thing. People wanted him to be a bad rapper to the point where they didn't listen to him. Right. They refused to listen to him. Like, they just wouldn't listen. I was like, no, the dude has bars and he's got punchlines and he's got like crazy internal assonance. Like, he's, he's got it. And they're like, nah, his name is Charles Gambino. I can't, why I gotta be a child? I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, right. yeah, listen but, to him. Yeah, but you listen uh, but to the, Little Whopper, get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I, I can't, uh, except for Jason Derulo. I right. feel like everybody deserves a chance to be, you know, to, to you make a like a, a a really concrete, give them a, a chance. Like, I heard it, I didn't like it for these reasons. Like, I'm not going to listen to it because that one time, what? Right. Um, but what I was going to say is like before when he was still on Community before he like really broke out, he and I were best friends on Twitter for like a month and a half. Mm. Um, and we used to like DM, not DM, like, oh, we slid into my DMs. We used to just talk, like, right. hey, he'd be like, hey, what's going on? How's your this? You know, and we just have these little conversations. And that's when I was like, okay, this is a different kind of dude. Like, not different in the sense that, that there's something odd about him or he's like super special, but you could just tell that he was just waiting for something. Right. Like, like, almost like Colin uh, Kaepernick, where it's like, He's just waiting to be in the position where he knows what he does is going to make a difference or it's going to or it's going to be impactful as opposed to just just jumping out and be like, hey, what's up? I'm doing all this stuff right now. People are like, what the fuck is this dude? But now they're like actually paying attention because he's built up that capital. But you could tell that from back then. He was he was a huge supporter of the Seaway Project, huge supporter of, of No Shame Day. Uh, right before it was about to launch, um, he like something happened. He like cut out all his social media like just mm-hmm. deleted everything i don't know if you remember that like back in the day before you could like rejoin everything mm-hmm. like once you, once you deleted your shit it was gone um and so like that's when we lost contact but before that I was like, this is a really cool dude like this is a like this is a for real dude not like like some hollywood you know i can't hear me i'm trying to think like some some black dude that's like just kanye yeah oh I, I didn't want to say Kanye. It's okay. But it's, it's okay. Kanye. He's yeah. Not, not, yeah. Kanye. Well, you know, I mean, I always say Kanye is uh, uh, anti-racism for himself. Like, you know, yeah. like Kanye, all Kanye calls is kind of starting in with himself where he's like, racism is fucked up. They won't give me money to start a clothing line. Right. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's, it's more than that. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what I was going to say too, though, with uh, Glover is he grew up in stone mountain georgia um 
which uh if people aren't familiar with stone mountain you might remember it from the time that those white people tried to beat up black lives matter and they act the police showed up and arrested the black lives matter activists and let the racist people with confederate flags stay um and um like it was caught on tape and everything and people were concerned about the people that got assaulted and stuff um you know i think they had the mountain there with the four confederate so like <laughs> like like the confederate uh people carved into the side and stuff like um and then he grew up like poor and his family like adopted like children and stuff too um so it's like i just think people had like this really fucked up idea of who they thought he was and it's all because how it was introduced to them and i think how things are introduced to you the more that we do this show the more i realize how things are introduced to people shapes a lot subconsciously whether people realize it or not and he was introduced to people via a lot of white spaces so whether it was community whether it was pitchfork whether it was um you know even comedy central you know like, oh, he did that, that that YouTube series, Derek. Yes, which was also very. I never saw it because it didn't look interesting to me. Right. Um, but which was also very white. And just to your point about, I remember his dad used to be on Twitter. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. This is when back when Twitter was like a room full of people. When it was just like twelve people. Oh was yeah. Like, hey, ah! like it, was just, it was in a lot of people. His dad was on Twitter, and they used to have like these like really like hey son i saw you on da 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 hey dad like it was really like cute and like mm-hmm. like like black family type you know black father black son type thing and i was like oh and then when twitter became this thing that it became people stopped being as open and whatever right. and so the people who started judging him didn't see that interaction between him and his dad that was really like i don't know yeah i, I think yeah it's I easy to he's on my stairs yeah it's easy to dehumanize people too when you're introduced to them that celebrity way Mm -hmm. um which is you know it's you know some scary shit to think about but um yeah man so i fuck with atlanta heavy um and i can't wait for the next episode uh and then queen sugar that also was dope as fuck like don't get it twisted we also enjoy queen sugar i felt like atlanta was more like completely right up my alley with the Mm hip-hop and influence all that other stuff and the southern humor but um queen sugar also seems to be trying to be a much more serious uh dramatic show um and the characters are are also just more like uh like bossy said it's almost like i'm watching a great drama as opposed to like what are the adventures my niggas got into this week like <laughs> you yes! know, like they shot like it shows up and it's like this person's like a fixer and they have a basketball husband and i'm like i don't know nothing about this life you know yeah. <laughs> but it's I, also like um i felt i think atlanta lent itself to conversation more so than than uh queen sugar did like i didn't know what to say about queen sugar like oh she got a white man yeah <laughs> like I mean, but i was interested I, I i'm gonna be back tomorrow i'm watching it like they've mm-hmm. got me but i didn't know what to to say really about it unless you were live tweeting it there wasn't really much to to talk about afterwards it was beautifully shot mm-hmm. oh my god it looks so good beautiful like, oh my god I'm, I'm not even into stuff like that i don't notice cinematography i don't know anything about but i was like this is like a freaking picture like i want to watch this on on the hd tv not yes yeah, um, and everybody on the show is model is like model fine. 
beautiful. Yes. <laughs> in five seconds, they played Michelle and Diego. Michelle, I was like, okay, I don't even care what's happening now. If it's a, if it's, if it's a two-hour-long Michelle and Diego Cello video, I am in. Yes, and I loved the blackness, the beautiful black women in the intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, her name is her name uh, on, on True Blood was Tara. Oh, you talking about Tina yeah. Wesley? Yeah, she's Nova on this show. Nova, she's much better on this show. I cannot stand her on True Blood. That, they didn't give her enough. And uh, shout out to woke Twitter because uh, this is one of the one of those things I just wouldn't have noticed as a trope. But apparently, the even in sci-fi, the very cynical black person is a yeah. trope. And yeah, she was definitely a very cynical black person uh, for most of that show. So um but uh, yeah she she is fine um and uh the other thing that was that was cool though um because it did have some moments that were interesting to me um that look like they're gonna kind of try to get into some very serious shit like mm-hmm. rape rape culture and sports yeah um you know i don't I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be some hyper twist with the husband because um they uh, i don't know it like it will be very difficult to have that dude on the show and be like and i'm also a rapist you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm assuming there's some twist coming later where yeah. we like yeah they got me on video bringing like, the girl I in. Her in but then i left or something yeah um, like the rest of the video gonna come out and it's him leaving yeah. and he don't know what happened or some you know some you know something to, to exonerate yeah. him to some extent because i don't know how that dude is gonna last a whole season Mm-mm. with us being like arms folded lean back in our chairs I, you know what i they, they played but that role know, right though, there was something about when she confronted him on the basketball court he, when i do see remember when you were a kid and you knew you did something wrong and mm-hmm. you heard your mom coming yes! you already knew what she was gonna say but he looked like what the what right <laughs> but he didn't He's like, what? What's going on? And it, it seemed genuine. So I was like, he didn't do anything. Yeah, it seems like they left him enough. Uh, there's enough hints that he didn't do it, whatever yeah. it is. But uh, his boys did it, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just going back to Nova, one of the things that I really liked about her character that I, I could relate to is that she's very pro-black, very yes. community-oriented, very political, mm-hmm. very, you know, whatever. And then she's in a relationship with a white man which is mm-hmm. something that we don't get to see a lot. It's either, and, and no disrespect to Olivia Pope, I love her too, right. but you, Olivia Pope makes sense to be dating a white man, or, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, or interested in a white man. That's the world that she's in. Um, right. So that's the that's the space that she exists in. That's the space she has to exist in, in, in the context of the show. Whereas that's it's a very human thing not to, right. to, 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 to sort of have this kind of conflict where, you know who you are and what you're doing. I've been through this. My one of the the love of my life is a white dude. Oh, sorry, we'll edit that one out. That's um, all right. I know. It's, uh, so I, I saw him on like, Twitter. Is it Michael Rappaport? Yes. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put y'all on blast. I know. It's hot, it's hot on the timeline yeah. right now. It's hot on the timeline. When he kept talking about, you know, <laughs> he knows black people and he's been around black people, he was talking about me. Yeah. I was like, I DM'd him. I was like, dude, like, say my name or don't say anything at all. Like, <laughs> just pictures of him and Eddie Murphy and a picture of Bossy <laughs> in the background with all, just shaking her head. Silently, uh, disapproval. Silently judging, like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, so, I'm sorry I cut you off. My bad. I know you're no, in the way to make a point. It, 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 to me, it's just all of it is realistic. That yeah. the idea, 
again with with like a black father who doesn't want to tell you that things aren't going 100 percent right um, and so you make all these assumptions like i thought everything was okay and dad will just did not tell you i love out. i yeah, love like, that no. everybody got some mess yeah everybody because like it's- all that shit gonna come up man like her having that white dude at the funeral and shit like she still kind of low-key had him in the back section um and he married come on dog and and he a cop right and she got Ooh, he's a cop yeah yes. and she sell drugs like she yes. she but black dynamite i sell drugs in the community like yeah. it's about to be her storyline gonna be so filled with drama like they just set it all up and it's and they did it so casually where it wasn't like message it was just kind of like like little layers where where they kind of drop stuff out there that you know it it, it was really Mm -hmm. light and then like she was in the car looking up at the window and he it showed a woman with her kids and then it just showed him walk in and help pick up the baby i was like this nigga Though, where right she gets up and then he goes and helps her put her dress i was like oh my god it was like, so sexy why is this so sexy they're putting clothes on like mm-hmm. what's happening oh right i could yeah. you know why it was sexy because in the background it was if you feel the same for me <laughs> ah, yes! the way i feel for you i rush over the could be playing in the grocery store <laughs> and like, what's happening right <laughs> It is hot in here. Why is this broccoli talking to me like this? Is it just just me? Why am I touching my nipples? I don't know what is. Kale has never looked so good. Right. Captain Crush looking a little good, isn't he? Right. (laughs) So then you got, you got, so you got Nova and she got all that, you know, and it seemed like she is going to end up being kind of like the matriarch of the family anyway, because, you know, she's the one that's still there. Right. Um, Yeah then you got the charlie dynamic was really great too yes oh and i listen i didn't even pick up on the shade when they went out shopping for fish i didn't even pick up on it until charlie overreacted and tried to pay for caterers and throw her money around yeah. and then nova read her ass and was like nah we don't pay for funerals with MasterCards, and we don't fucking have caterers at our you know at our at our, at our um oh, homecoming man line she said that people come to eat food from our hands or something there was some mm-hmm. something it was like oh my god like i I never thought about a repast like that i never thought about funerals or or wake keepings or anything like that but it makes so much sense they didn't come for catered food they came to to be in communion and in spirit with us i was like it's about it was about tradition you know what i'm saying and sending your father your well yeah your father home in a traditional sense where and she's yeah she's like they eat comfort food for comfort served from our hands and and she was was. and it was like black acting school in that scene by the Ah! way because she was killing it uh, when charlie when charlie did that thing she was like oh so i'm some something and she had her hand out like Mm -hmm. that her hand splayed i was like oh that's there you go black acting school black acting school school. i see you yeah Uh, but the thing is that it was such a real dynamic because you didn't hate any like ordinarily in a tyler perry movie you would hate charlie right she would be the evil light-skinned successful one that everybody hates right um but you didn't dislike her. You didn't hate her. She was going through some stuff. She just was removed from her family, not because she hated her family. She loved her family. You know what? I'm starting to wonder if they have different mothers. Because mm, they look so different. 
they look so different and there's something well they said they were half they i think they said they were half sisters oh yeah okay Okay. Mm -hmm. but half sisters in that weird way where it's like we have my 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 older sister and my younger brother have the same mother but i don't have the same right that's what it seemed like Mm -hmm. yeah and also it's interesting because even though uh they did it in like a jokeful manner uh the mama was basically a cougar dating a younger dude yeah. Uh, uh yeah that's the aunt that's the I aunt. Mean, aunt yeah yeah no no that's the mama all right violet that's not their mama they oh, mama no, no, it's, yeah it's uh it's uh yeah okay. I think her mom died. she dating hollywood yeah she dating hollywood. shout out to hollywood though one two mvp moments of the show uh <laughs> one when he was about to go outside and custom motherfucking caterers out yeah he, <laughs> he about to get in a business if y'all don't get the fuck up out of here he was like who are these white people on our land hold on i got this <laughs> And then, uh, number two, he saved the whole funeral from turning into a motherfucking Tyler Perry production. Yes, he did! When he, when he told Ralph Angel, now's not the time. Cause yeah. he was about to go smack off on his baby mama for showing up late. Uh, and, oh, and his son yeah. running over there. Let's talk about Bianca Lawson aging backwards. Mm, yes. What is going on with, what is going She's on with the time older machine? Than me. <laughs> but she looks 16. <laughs> in all fairness you look pretty you look like 16 i mean it is you know it's like I pot collar kettle it's all right i look 26 that's okay <laughs> that's uh, she i mean she looks she looks younger now than she did when she was on stay by the bell the new class yes i said that because i watched it yeah she and and it's and it wasn't like they made her up you know what i'm saying like it wasn't right. like let's let's try to like beauty her up and put her in all these nice clothes like it's like you're gonna be a crackhead um so right. <laughs> here's you know, a khaki pants when you're related to when you're when you're related to beyonce in any aspect you just magic yeah, it just it's flows magic. off the jeans it just flows magic. off the jeans um also ralph uh ralph angel uh had to do the um least intimidating robbery i've ever seen because he he looked like a like a model like he looked like he should be Ah! walking down a runway where he was just like give it up or whatever i was like the the draws what is uh what exactly do you want ralph i remember him when he was a kid because he's this kid actor him and his two brothers they're ghanaian ghanaian actors Ah. and when they were little so to see him like fine Mm. and tall i was like what this whole everything is confusing me (laughs) (laughs) the show is not i don't understand but yeah beautiful Bertina, beautiful um Mm -hmm. oddly enough charlie was the one that i was just like oh she's all right yeah yeah i could yeah yeah you're right i ain't about to i was just looking at i was like oh that's a lot of makeup that she <laughs> um although she did run into that one older black dude that she thought was gonna be this old decrepit cat and he was like uh you trying to say i look good for my age uh <laughs> <laughs> oh Dondre whitfield yeah <laughs> oh, Dondre whitfield i every time i see him it makes me hate vanessa huxable even more i'm like how you call <laughs> robert like this and he grew up to be he was fine then with your little lopsided afro he was fine then and you were curving ah! him and looking grew up to be and he was talking about uh a clutch kit which uh the only thing i know about that uh is that i don't know what that is like yeah. i just knew that those dudes were more manly than me just the way they was talking about it like well i'm gonna bring this clutch kit down for the tractor i was like yep see i would be like what's the wi-fi password um 
Is I can Google this? Can we get this on YouTube? Uh, do you need me to get it off of Amazon Prime? I can just get it here in two days. Yeah, right. I paid an extra ship for overnight. Right. I can drive the tractor down to the shop and they can fix it for yes, us. Yes, haven't told. Yeah. Triple A got it. Like they like they about to get out in that land and like fix their father's farm and stuff man i would have been like so we can sell the farm okay we can all go in on the timeshare and uh they've been so mad at me and that family what <laughs> uh but yeah I, i'm looking forward to that joint too because some of that shit got to come back to haunt them like ralph angel can't be robbing people right after what? he just got out the joint the one was like i seen your face dog yeah that's got to come yeah. back yeah it's coming back soon. and uh bianca gonna end up getting custody of that kid if uh at this rate uh shout out to her bad luck too man good god every i swear minimum wage jobs are all the fucking same right i I got something important to do well guess what i got some more work (laughs) yeah we don't and it was like the most like tedious sort of like i don't really have to be here you know that i don't really have to stay to do this Mm -hmm. i worked it out so somebody's working like you you just fucking with me just to do it oh i felt so bad for her me too oh and um i i I can't let uh violet uh who i think violet might be my favorite character the aunt um she be dispensing so much knowledge and shade without Mm -hmm. even breaking what she's doing like she told him something she told ralph anthony something uh, ralph angel something and was stirring some food and never missed a stir like ah! she was just stirring the food and was like you you can't you can't keep you can't keep that baby from the world all this time because the world gonna come get him one way or another hand me them biscuits i'm like damn oh, give me a little <laughs> bit more flour baby <laughs> so good man but yeah i yeah i'm glad it's black and we and we don't even have uh insecure hasn't showed up yet which is coming yeah. in october uh what shows this insecure is Issa Rae so hbo a different okay. kind of blackness oh okay that's right yes 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 yeah she had the awkward black girl series and, on uh youtube and stuff and, and you know what i i think our pole dvr is getting ready to explode because we got these shows recording and the flash about to come back mm-hmm. and arrow about to come back ages of shield about to come back mm-hmm. I, I i don't know um, podcast about to get shorter that's all um what? and then also um uh luke cage comes out at the end of september i watch luke cage i ain't watched not a nay ray one of them and i don't give a fuck luke cage look like it's gonna be flames yeah so we'll i'll be watching that for sure and then uh there was one more black ass black history season shout out to sterling can't remember what the other black ass show was but it was like one more show where i was just like i'm gonna have to watch that down? too oh no it hasn't come down yet oh i watched the get down i watched the whole get down uh and part two comes out next year uh so that was a black ass show, show you trying to remember i like i'm not even gonna try to remember right now because i i just know it's another one. Oh no i know what it was i'm watching it um it's not a black ass show in the way that most people expect um but it's vice principles uh belinda uh, brown is my motherfucking patronus dog she is i cannot believe that character is that well written it's i like i i am now curious about their writing room because i'm like who the fuck wrote this because is the show uh i think people saw the previews for it and thought oh it's just gonna be danny mcbride and walton goggins being two like hilarious uh no good people up to hijinks but it's not it's essentially about white fragility white male fragility and what black women gotta deal with um and it don't and they don't try to turn her into a saint 
and there's no like respectability to be found to it like um matter of fact the same dude that plays paperboy is her husband uh, uh yeah because i was like i seen that dude in the show so like uh but but it's just like i just love that it's just like she's unapologetically black but she's also just dealing with what so many black people have to deal with which is this this idea that they're threat people are threatened by the fact that you are in a position of power right and it's a position she fucking earned like these like these know nothing do nothing as hillbilly white boys are so fucking incensed by the fact that she would just show up and they like they like in i think episode two spoiler alert they fucked her house all the way up right is there i watched it again is they're fucking her house up you're just seeing they're fucking up trophies awards uh like like, a, like degrees a con- like, like she's just like an extremely accomplished person and these fucking yokels just they just feel like the power of whiteness means they should ascend to the principal position and they shouldn't have went and found someone from outside of this system to be the principal here and i i just and they, love it and they looked at them go not y'all yeah somebody made a smart decision and they don't and like i said they don't try to make her perfect which is something that i think a lot of times they they'll do to be like to to, like you can tell that she don't play that shit either Mm -hmm. and they are fucking with the wrong one and eventually it's they like i feel like she's almost like when tweety bird when uh sylvester uh mm-hmm. tries to fuck with tweety bird and at some point you start being like oh wait tweety bird got claws tweety bird don't fuck around mm-hmm. like lee you know so anyway that show's black as fuck too so uh, it's called what vice vice, vice principles Prin- yeah it's like a 30 okay, minute comedy on hbo and it's yeah. like oh I'll, I'll i'll hbo go it tonight. yeah i think it's only like eight episodes um so yeah and it uh yeah it's just like i said i was i'm completely surprised i did not come in expecting that um and uh i think her name is kimberly hebert uh she uh she hit me up on twitter and said she had heard we had talked about the show on the podcast uh so we officially go together so (laughs) you know that that was a nice touch all right um we've talked about a lot of stuff we have not talked about any news okay so let's try to get into some news all right most important news burger king has uh decided that they're gonna have uh dorito i mean cheetos chicken fries no i've given up on burger king you're off of burger king here wait do we what was it the Whopperito that made you not like burger king that Whopperito was terrible and now the regular what? the regular wait, oh, stop mm-hmm. what words are you what Whopperito cheeto de- what are you talking about <laughs> these are new inventions from burger king this is what this is what happened when you traveling all around the world <laughs> you missed out on the good shit here in america trying to kill us did you just say good shit <laughs> uh yeah burger king uh i tried the Whopperito last week so that you guys don't have to and i gave it four out of five trash cans um what it was terrible Whopperito? like what is i can't what? it's a whopper sandwich that has been uh-huh. chopped up and put into a burrito wrap and then serve to you with cheese sauce in it it's terrible it why? it's really bad it's why 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 exactly why, was, why is that a, why mm-hmm. I, I don't know uh and it was nasty you know either you have this or well, you of ha- course it was nasty it didn't even i don't even sound good right? mm-hmm. it sounds like something happens to you yeah i'm i mean i'm not gonna i do the regular ass flame bro rapper maybe i may i don't know maybe i'm old-fashioned you know they are home of the whopper you know mm. i need that well the, their fries are terrible 
as oh, well. that fries is nasty. And then you have the uh, Cheetos chicken fr- uh, chicken fries, which uh, and I, someone asked me, <laughs> they were like, well, if a Whopperito only gets a four out of five trash can, what the hell gets a five out of five? And I said chicken fries. Yes. So I'm assuming Cheetos chicken fries are about to break the scale because that doesn't oh, sound we don't kick the trash can over. appetizing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, although the... Okay. Wasn't there like a... Uh, what was it? Wait, did you say Doritos or Cheetos? Cheetos. What, what's happening? To, what are they doing to the Cheetos? They're they making it Cheetos chicken fries. Where they take chicken fries and dip them in... Chicken fries. And chicken fries, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, potatoes is on the fries I want. Mm-hmm. I've never been happier to be a vegetarian in my life. There you go. I had a vegetarian meal last night. Uh, happenstance by happenstance, but I made guacamole. <laughs> I made guacamole and I dipped it in some chips, uh, handmade guacamole. Oh. And then I made, uh, buffalo cauliflower, which was, uh, really fucking good, actually. Those, that cauliflower was flames. Yeah, I couldn't, I, I, it was like a science experiment where I just read about it and was like, man, ain't no way you can make fucking buffalo cauliflower and i i was like it's i'm so a, good that call, so good that cauliflower was banging it really did taste like chicken wings man mm-hmm. i used sriracha instead of the uh they say you could put like frank's red hot or whatever i just used some sriracha mm-hmm. and uh hooked that joint up oh, it's so really good. really good so there, when we were in um philly for the dnc there was a restaurant around the corner from the studio that had cauliflower uh a buffalo cauliflower and everyone was laughing at me when I ordered it. Everybody ate it. Mm-hmm. And they kept ordering more. Came, we literally went ah! back the next day. Didn't we know we're going back to that place? And all we ordered was was cauliflower wings. Bang it! I'm telling you, it was banging. So good. Um, speaking of eating healthy, <laughs> did you guys know that teenagers are more likely to eat healthily if they think that it's rebellious? Teenagers are so stupid. I'm <laughs> sorry so this means <laughs> you gotta start rolling up on y'all kids and being like i better not find you in here eating motherfucking fruits and vegetables i bet you will <laughs> <laughs> i bet you will though i bet you will you better not be eating no motherfucking broccoli i bought pizza in here for y'all to eat for you i come in here and all of my whole grains is gone what is happening be like i better not see no yogurt up in here who ate my kale salad who ate my kale salad i got a whole cake in here and you eating kale salad who drunk my green smoothie who did this <laughs> but find out who does it y'all going to y'all are on punishment let me find out who's been eating all this i got hot dogs and hamburgers in here and all you the, gonna drink a motherfucking green smoothie all these fresh you know, fruits you know, what, you know what's really sad though there's probably a parent who actually says that yeah well ah! i mean you know what and we would think that parent didn't have it figured out and we wrong they kids you know, was, do you remember the i remember on on twitter there was a woman who was like you know how people like they like take these ridiculous pictures and then they have like and it was the it was god that showed me the cheetos were 5.99 or whatever like just dumb shit <laughs> yes so she had this she had she went to she was like i went to ikea and i bought a a shoe uh a wall hanging shoe organizer and then i filled it with snacks so that um when i'm doing lunch we just pick from each thing and it was like 
all this hor- like coke bot like all this horrible food <laughs> that she was making lunch and she was like like really bragging on it like she had some hack like a lot of hack <laughs> and people were just going in like this is what you feed your children every single day and you know what those kids grew up went to college and now they eat as veg- vegetables and fruits and shit Oh, I thought you were gonna bring it back. I was like, oh, and they grew up to be Donald Glover. Oh no, nah, that was <laughs> those kids would never, never be as great <laughs> as the one and only. Um, uh, but yeah, man, very basically, you gotta trick your kids into eating healthy. The research suggests that informing teenagers about the manipulative nature of the food industry reduces their preference for sugary drinks and snacks. By contrast, promoting healthy eating based on future health benefits is no more successful than offering no information at all. Wow. so and you I, gotta say oh, okay. the man is trying to that. program you into drinking coke see that's the system and then the kids are like i'm so woke i'm not gonna eat that shit <laughs> uh well maybe i'm just slow and dumb the shit is delicious so no i eat it i like it fuck that yeah um i don't know you're not a teenager though karen so i don't think i think that time for you is passed already you know you gotta start talking to your kids early you know like it's a government conspiracy to get you to eat Ah! a whole lot of carbs because you know carb farmers and shit gotta sell the excess and the government buys it from them i didn't know what the fuck carbs was till i was an adult exactly what the hell is a carb exactly how how do they figure what what what, i think you read it and I, i was listening i swear but how how do they say it works like so no, what you gotta do no what was the study like how do they know that it, what do they do to, to figure out that this oh how did the study work you mean yeah yeah um all right let me see uh writing in the proceedings of the national academy of sciences the researchers conducted two studies which when pulled together looked at how 536 school children ages 13 to 15 responded to different conditions aimed at promoting a healthy diet Pupils were randomly given either material that promoted healthy eating based on its long-term health benefits or material that revealed how junk food is designed to be addictive and can be deceptively labeled and is targeted at a particular people, including very young children and those from poorer backgrounds. A third group of pupils received either no information or information entirely unrelated to healthy eating. Uh, teenagers were also asked to engage with the ideas by writing an essay on how they might take action based on the viewpoint put uh, put across to them the following day in an apparent unrelated event all the pupils were given a snack pack as a reward from the hard uh the head teacher for hard work the contents of which they could choose from a list um and they say once you see healthy eating as a high status thing to do people are more willing to do it of their own free will when they have their own choice in a room surrounded by their peers for teenagers that have received material on the negative aspects of the food industry 43 percent chose only unhealthy snacks such as crisp or cookies compared to 54 percent of those who received no information or health related uh information a smaller decrease was seen in their preference for sugary drinks over water while the overall sugar content of their food and drink was reduced by nine percent so basically the woke kids got they ate less of the the bullshit nine percent less but that's completely different than the headline Mm, yeah the headline yeah, says not like just trick your kids into eating healthy that's right. like a whole like I well i will they say it's they say if you if teenagers think it's rebellious they'll eat healthy so what they're basically saying is you're rebelling against the system by eating healthy because the system is trying to trick you into eating this bullshit and and they mislabel it and they lie and they um and and they don't tell you about the you know benefits or the the, you know all this you know like the government man 
and so those kids are like the government's not gonna get me i'm not eating that bullshit by nine percent put tenfold on my head and be woke all right i don't know man i like this idea i don't know maybe that's how we should teach kids i don't think no school is gonna ever be able to the government probably shut down if a school start teaching people that uh the food industry is some bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> they need to what are we gonna feed them in the cab that's what they'll say <laughs> so that mean tammy we gotta tell dominoes they can't come here and serve every day there's a new social network that is offering conservatives a safe space to be bigots it's called gap racist me huh <laughs> racist me it's called uh gab g-a-b oh i thought you, about to, I thought you said gab <laughs> I was no. The store? no it's called gab um because apparently conservatives feel that with facebook and twitter now having censorship uh that uh they need a place no to go censorship people just telling you you're wrong you don't want to hear that they feel that they're being censored you know with people banning that Milo dude and the people that were trolling uh you know like leslie jones and taylor swift and all these people they now feel like they need a place where they can go and be amongst like-minded people uh and not be threatened by these liberal points of view um am i the only one that a lot of times the threats always go the other way it's never directed towards them they just want a safe space karen okay this is it's gonna fail because they 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 want who are they gonna troll each other right they're probably gonna gang up and coordinate over there and then go to twitter and and really have that's what they're like like reddit or whatever that is right yeah um also it's funny because um there's always (laughs) such entitlement to social media there's always this assumption that uh, social media owes you some level of freedom of speech and freedom of saying anything you want with no backlash and And it just doesn't it just doesn't work that way you own somebody else's platform dog yeah you don't own shit Mm -hmm. like you sign a whole bunch of shit when you go to sign up all that shit you don't read Come on, it's right there. Keep going. Yeah, being like, yeah. So if you get caught harassing people, we might delete your account and stuff. What happens is that these these companies do such a bad job of enforcing that shit, right? That it leaves the biggest thinking that there is no enforcement and that that's the way it's supposed to be. So when they start actually doing their jobs, it's like, oh my god, how dare you? You're censoring me. It's like, motherfucker, you've always been censored, right? (sighs) At any rate, I'm not signing up for Gab. I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, I saw some yeah, people saying, your ass out of there. I saw some people saying they would, uh, they were gonna sign up just to see what they're up to. I was like, mm-hmm. y'all are fucking gluttons for punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the same thing you see everywhere else, probably just a uh, cesspool of worse shit because nobody there to actually quote unquote tell them they can't do it. Yeah, I'm mad I didn't think of it. You know, race book, come over here and. <laughs> Yeah. Be, be racist and leave me the fuck alone <laughs> Racism just book. log in and just <laughs> trust me you don't have to worry about anything i'm saying we hate them all book uh <laughs> what <laughs> she said book <laughs> that's what it might as well be called <laughs> we hate them all book.com make right. sure you log in and we hate them all uh nate parker cut off an interview because he was getting asked about rape 
he was like um remember all that shit i said last week mm-hmm. not that leave me alone he it is did. now did. back off of the uh back out that was a quick because he said he wanted to be a leader mm-hmm. in this in this Bro. area yeah come on dog you come on you i be- wanted to believe him so bad like i mm-hmm. wanted i wanted it to be true because I, I believe in redemption i believe in in people you know growing and 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 and, and, and changing and whatever i believe in all of that i believe in that so i wanted to believe that for him but he's so narcissistic and so arrogant that it's like ugh. and it takes time it takes time yeah you wanted to sweep it away right before your movie came out and people yeah. were not trying to hear that and also i think for me it's just one of those things where you if you didn't want to ask these questions, you were just going to have to stop interviewing. Like if you interviewed people going to ask you this question, it's not going to not go away just because you don't want to talk about it. Right. He just I mean, sounded for Donald Trump, but nobody else. Right. Come on. Dog. That's because Donald don't care. Um, he sounded like a dude that had just started being hip to this shit in the first place. So yes. in the, in the, I remember in the interview saying like, well, here's the thing about trust the hidden ingredient in trust is time and you if if your thing is i want to have this trust built within this space by the time my movie comes out that's impossible it's not gonna happen right if you want to have it by the time the oscars come through it's not gonna happen it's gonna take years of if you say you want to be a leader it's gonna take years of educating yourself it's gonna take years of uh speaking on these topics it's gonna take years right you're gonna have to show some actions um you know the fact that um he was even i I mean and i'm sure he was being honest but the fact that he was saying like i hadn't even thought about this woman uh the fact that he's saying like um um he still wouldn't he still can't really admit to anything uh which you know could have legal ramifications i'm not trying to just say that flippantly oh, like yeah, yeah, I'm, I would he may there. just not want to like fucking lose a civil suit or something because he said that and it sounds like he hasn't contacted this person's family or anything like that as far as like restorative justice is concerned and whatnot so it just kind of sounded like we'll see and cutting off interviews when they bring it up is not a good look right now because it does it kind of undoes a lot of the goodwill that people were trying to engender towards you and it shows that you were not serious yeah people are gonna that's how people are gonna treat it i'm not gonna say that he didn't he i think that he just does not okay let let me back up i think that some of us take for granted um the depth or the extent to which people go to be educated about certain things right. because we go through that we go we go that extra mile we you know i i i use this example um of me being completely ignorant of trans issues i was you know gay rights and you know ally and lgbtq but i didn't really understand or know the t part i didn't i didn't know it i didn't, I didn't get it up until a couple of years ago i was i was using uh uh because I heard RuPaul say it, and I was like, "Well, she's a drag queen, so she knows what transvest." I mean, I didn't know, right. um, but I had to. I, I I I knew that I needed to learn, and I knew that I couldn't ask the way that I needed to learn. So I needed to just be quiet and pay attention. He wants to. He wants to show up at, at, at in a Spanish class 
and be fluent by the time he leaves the room. Right. And the fact that that's not happening, you could tell he's being he's frustrated. I told y'all I was gonna da 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 da. Why are y'all still, you know, talking about it or why are you still doing whatever? But he's not doing the work. But I also think that in terms of rape culture, there are people, and I saw this on Twitter when this was trending, who just don't understand what rape culture is. Right. They don't understand what rape is. They don't understand how certain things they do and say contributes to these things. They just don't understand. And I don't, and I think that that's something that we need to, to address, um, on a basic level. Uh, one of the things my dad always taught me was you can't meet people where you are. You have to meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. So it's about a basic building. Like you said, with your friend of the basketball, uh, your friend you play basketball with, you gotta just be basic with him for a second and come up with him as opposed to be like, I'm up here telling you whatever. And I think that a lot of people are on Nate's side because they refuse to understand. They refuse to admit that they don't really understand. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, obviously, uh, I prefer mocking people, but yes, yeah. abso- absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You have to meet people where they are. I think the, um, the issue for him, uh, and that's why I said to Karen, that's how people are going to treat it. Cause it doesn't really matter. Um, honestly uh if he's like like i don't think people are gonna have the empathy for him in this situation uh unless they already were kind of like fuck it i'm gonna see the show i'm gonna see the movie i don't care mm-hmm. uh i just want to support a good film blah 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 if they were already leaning that way what he said in the interview is enough cover for them to at least feel like he's working through it True. and if they if if you're the kind of person that is more hopeful and optimistic and um i think you're gonna lean towards like well this is the start of him on his path and one day hopefully he'll get like more like we'll get more from this and this is just the beginning and for some people that are kind of already um cynical towards him him cutting off the interview him kind of you know kind of wanting to be done with it right now feeling that it's a distraction from the film those people are not going to let up so it's it's kind of like you know people are going to see what they want to see from this situation um and then also like because the film does contain a sexual assault in it i don't think it's gonna go away like a i don't sexual assault that didn't happen right in real life so the fact that he put that in his film that his rapist friend wrote it into the film they shot it knowing what had happened with not not okay it, 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 let me calm down. It'd be one thing if it never went to trial, that right. this incident happened, it was never called rape, she never filed charges, they just thought they had a good time one night. It'd be one thing if that happened, but they went on trial. It, they, it was called rape several times. They knew what it is that they were being charged with or what they were in court for. So for them, you know, 15 years later, to write a rape scene into their movie that didn't even happen in this biographical film is just so sick to me right. like it's 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 sick to me and also it's like for because then you have to wonder did you write it because of the the show the experience of black women or did you write it as a slight towards the male protagonist as this happened to my wife so therefore i'm now justified in whatever because it's really ultimately an injury to me like so you know it's so the point being no matter how you feel about that with that being in the movie 
you can't avoid talking about it no like any journalist worth their salt is gonna be like and there's this rape controversy it, it like i don't i don't know if he just doesn't i, I don't know if he just like his media training people just aren't preparing him or if he's just that resistant to it or what because like at some point someone's got to put him to the side and be like these are questions that are going to come up either you got to not do the press junket right or you have to come prepared to answer these questions you can't we cannot have a montage of you just cutting off every journalist at a fucking um film festival and leaving we just can't do it it doesn't look good right but the thing is he does have media training all that bullshit about i didn't i didn't even know about nat turner until i was in college so therefore i had to make this film to educate people that's bullshit that's media that's pr i've been in the game long enough personally to know that that's pr so he has media training he knows what he's supposed to do he's not doing it because he doesn't he didn't think he had to do it yeah that's the first thing someone also he had to do it someone also said uh in the comments on the on the site where i got the article was like yeah when he said uh to cut the interview short and said no that was the cue for the journalist to invite two more journalists in and keep the interview going Uh, (laughs) i was like savagery um but valid that's really good but valid uh but yeah man so i don't know man maybe he just not i mean and that's the thing i don't expect somebody to i don't expect somebody to get it that fast anyway you just don't go from not you don't go from feeling like i'm the victim of this thing for yeah 20 years and then just hey man actually that's kind of fucked up that you said that oh actually i'm perfect now i get everything like it wasn't gonna happen you know what just to just to sort of link up uh pop culture um when you look at Colin Kaepernick, is that how you pronounce his mm-hmm. name? See, I, I was all rooting for him. I didn't even know he was a quarterback until three days ago. I was like, oh, I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> um, but what he, what happened was that people were caught off guard because they thought it happened overnight. We didn't see his process mm-hmm. because we know that everyone's process, there's a, there's a, there's a hotep moment that mm-hmm. you go through that, that's just wrong and loud. And then you get into like the woke and the consciousness. He didn't let us see any of that. Whereas Nate Parker was trying to like let us in on every step of the. Now I, I learned this, and then tomorrow I'm going to learn that, and then next week I feel like I'm going to get to this point. And that has to do with his arrogance. That has to do with his narcissism. That has to do with so much of him not thinking that he has to be held accountable for anything that he does or says. And he was shocked that people were holding him accountable. That's what this was. If we would have just been like, oh, he went through a hard time 17 years ago, that'd been the end of it. He did not expect people to hold him accountable for something that he had put behind him because it wasn't important to him at any stage. Not when it happened, except for how it affected his career, and not now, except for how it affects his career. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, and as a cynic, I'm just like, that's about par for the course, you know? Um, All right uh i think we should try to cleanse our palate now unfortunately since we're on skype bossy's not gonna be able to hear the music but um i'm gonna um play some uh music for white people so you won't be hearing this for like a minute or so and uh i'll oh and my sounds messed up in the chat let me refresh um what it is uh yeah give me one second um to refresh and then i'm gonna um I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna play it and then I'm gonna tell you what it is because uh, it's got to be a surprise for the audience because uh, you know oh, okay this is how they you know they look forward to this uh, they even send me suggestions and shit when I tell them not to they just yeah, don't care yeah. um, 
all right are we back yet oh no i'm still loading all right let's give it a second anytime now and i should be back on screen in three two there i am all right now i hope you guys are ready to hear this uh and uh like i said bossy won't be you you won't hear anything for like a minute and some change and then i'm gonna come right back okay we're back uh it was uh every breath you take by the police i want to hear that i love that song and it's the introduction to white people news guys okay we've been very <laughs> serious we've talked about some very serious shit here this is a new we need a palate cleanser okay guys we need to wash all this black pain struggle and strife up out of us and talk about what white people are talking about uh here's one Katy perry might collaborate with taylor swift if taylor swift says she's sorry oh shit now mm-hmm yep ready to bring that starlet beef to an end um the 31 year old singer made this revelation while answering a fan uh on a twitter question uh q a uh session on saturday uh one of her catty cats katie cats katie perry katie cats okay all right one of her katie cats <laughs> asked uh will will you collab with taylor swift and katie said if she said sorry sorry sure Ugh, white people are so boring it's such huge news i think this is huge yes. news um i can't even imagine it to be honest what a song with katie perry and taylor swift would sound like to uh to not listen to uh so ah. <laughs> uh i ain't gonna front though if it was shake it off good i'd listen but i just can't picture her getting back to that uh let's see what else has happened um the wells fargo executive that's in charge of the fake accounts unit that cost the bank 185 million dollar fine and 5,300 jobs will walk away with a 125 million dollar golden handshake that's right what Mm mm-hmm yeah the wells fargo uh, well uh, apparently wells fargo had a division that went rogue basically and a bunch of employees made fake accounts and without people's permission right and basically stole money um they made getting fees they opened more than two million unauthorized accounts um in this division right so obviously some people had to get fired and some heads had to roll Mm -hmm. 
well the uh woman who was in charge of this division uh is going to get is going to retire at the end of the year with 125 million dollar uh uh golden settlement you know like the the parachutes they give to ceos and shit when they fire them honestly probably because that's the product dropping the bucket to what they made yeah yeah she was uh the head of community banking for eight years during which employees met sales quotas and racked up fees by opening 1.5 million bank accounts and 565,000 uh, 565,000 credit cards uh Damn. for cus- for customers without the customer's consent. Uh on Thursday the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau uh fined Wells Fargo 185 million dollars and 5,300 employees were fired over the course of 5 years as a result of the scandal. Uh but she has received praise and a seven million dollar bonus in recent years she received praise and them niggas out there stealing people's shit <laughs> and and they were firing people too right they lost their jobs but she got to keep hers and they gave her a raise seven million dollars and bonus. she got to keep her job she and she got to keep her job to the end of the year and a golden parachute mm-hmm. white people news Woo! must be nice to be <laughs> white wow gtbw as my man bomani says good to be white i would love to fuck up like that they'd be like you know what you we fired everybody in your your department but you did a good job and here's a bonus she'll receive 124.6 million dollars in stock options and shares when she leaves the company at the end of the year a personal decision that said that saves her at least 45 million dollars uh had she been fired so i would love that too where they're just like rod you fucked up so bad we gonna have to let you go and i go hold up can i resign (laughs) well sure of course and can i have 125 million dollars in stock options i don't see why not (laughs) i mean (laughs) there's no reason there's no reason we should be rude about this i mean see you at the golf course buddy um (laughs) let's see what else is happening with white folks um Oh, did you guys know that Patsy Palmer, who's 44 years old, uh, has been showing off her incredible figure in a black swimsuit as she hit the beach in Malibu with her unlikely pal, Camille Grammer, who's 48? I don't know who either one of these white folks is. They are white women. Um, they're uh, ex-East Enders. I don't know what that, is that a New York thing? It's a a soap opera, like like a 40-year-old soap opera in... um, in the uk there we go this is why bossy on the show her international news we need your international knowledge to keep us up on the machinations of these white folks we'll be traveling like that so uh apparently these two white women went to the beach and they were over 40 and they was wearing swimsuits <laughs> and that was news for white folks that day <laughs> shout out to the women over 40 hey <laughs> i just like that that was news this is so oh adorable gosh oh all the things that could be written about you know it's like black people are like what about our humanity america we don't want to stand for this flag and for this terrible hypocritical slave master written Uh anthem and white folks are like did you know that two former soap opera stars went to the beach (laughs) no i didn't did they suntan yeah they were they they were looking so good i 
i can't they're so brave what if, just brave what fps was the suntan lotion yeah i put the picture in the uh That's probably cha- the wrong initials i don't care uh, <laughs> uh spf i put the chick uh the picture in the uh skype for uh bossy and then for Aww, you for you guys you guys wait, can see uh, it in wait, the wait wait mm-hmm. this was news sweetie yeah this, best of friends this looks like a messenger ad or something this is not <laughs> like you too can go swimming on your gonna, period I I gonna be like oh, some like holly berry type she's 52 years old and she looks like uh, these are some they look like 40 year old white women yeah i mean essentially i think uh <laughs> the one on the left looks uh how old is she 44 uh, okay yeah never mind i was being kind uh pilates <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> i mean they, they definitely kept in shape i mean you know yeah, you gotta give shape. them that i mean they're actresses so it's probably you know part of the job but um you know and then the one with the like bikini bathing suit you know that's uh very bold you know a lot of people at that age can't pull that off and she's definitely pulling it off man so you know it's a staged right oh it's all staged yes this is my favorite yeah, thing okay. yeah, they okay. called him since i started doing white people news i found out how much how many people are just desperate for paparazzi mm-hmm. yeah because there's no way paparazzi can be like oh remember that dude from who's the boss <laughs> he went out for a sub you know what i'm saying like nobody's like oh, yeah tony tony danza had a sub and we need to get over there right now like you you have to call them and be like hey dog um and then it's the ones who are the most shocking to me are like the ones who are like you would think wouldn't be desperate for it but they're clearly so desperate for it like um i can't remember her first name it's like Gigi hadid or whatever yeah everything she does is in the motherfucking daily mail everything like hey she checked she checked the mail she uh went and got something to eat she, she went down to the beach the and like it's her and like the pictures will be like her posing and shit it's not even like a pretend of ah, oh <laughs> you know oh she stepped out of the house and she didn't have any makeup on like it's all like oh she went down to the beach and looked gorgeous let's take pictures <laughs> oh so good so good uh and more white people news um uh there's a white woman who hunts animals and posted online um and like takes pictures with them and she says it's because she has to get her meat from somewhere okay like the grocery store or are we, are we too woke for the grocery store <laughs> she, she gotta get her meat from somewhere can the only way to do it is killing poor defenseless animals i'm sorry it's what it's the it's the game way the game is oh she ain't killed the right animal because her, pe- her people were turned against her she killed the right one she keeps her fridge stocked with meat what type of meat uh let's see she has a elk you can see she shot um uh she 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 says when she shoots creatures she gives them a pain-free death because she's so good at, at killing i'm sorry them. Mm-hmm. huh mm-hmm. when she shoots creatures she gives them a pain-free death with the bullets yep uh, okay Mm -hmm. maybe that's why white people don't kill when we get killed by the cops like oh he just they just pain-free he just is peacefully went with 17 bullets in this in the system so oh yeah our pain tolerance is through the roof you ain't know right (laughs) it's so good of the police to do that 
yeah she takes the pictures and she posts them on instagram and twitter and of course people don't like that but she does insist that she's an animal lover and more of an animal lover than the people who tell her not to post those pictures and kill those animals uh she's particularly angry towards meat eaters who she says are hypocritical because they detest hunting but love tucking into a sun to a sunday roast because my meat still looks like an animal at the at that point people think i am cruel to animals and a cold-blooded killer she said of her trophy hunter style images i am a massive animal lover i'm not hurting them i'm a meat eater and i have to get my meat from somewhere i'm a shooter and a hunter and i'm not going to apologize for that i am not going to apologize for eating meat okay you think she eats all the animals she kills no that's my question like because if i see you kill like a lion or some shit you full of shit dog like you better be killing like chickens you know what I'm <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't shoot oh i guess you could i guess um, I'm, i've never been hunting or mm. seen it i was gonna say i guess you i was gonna say you couldn't eat something that has bullets in it but i guess it doesn't work like that yeah i guess you cut around a bullet or something <laughs> it's not a machine gun it's not a yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh she's a, a big game hunter and um uh she says she actually supports um uh she says when it comes to game hunters in africa who have caused controversy like dennis walter palmer who killed cecil the lion she says she fully supports what they do i advocate it as i realize the huge benefits of conservation and wildlife i want my 10 year old son to be able to see rhinos elephants and buffaloes in the wild if that if that means an america can pay american can pay to go and hunt and that enables populations to thrive then kudos to hunters so she's even cool with killing lions and shit, but they don't eat those. So that seems a little weird. Seems now she feels hypocritical to me. Uh, but yeah, so she's uh going around killing animals, and people are very upset. And white people news. What? All right, let's uh see. Is there any more white people news than than that? Let me see. I know you got other articles. Oh yeah. Okay. How about this one? Do you guys remember Octomom? Mm-hmm. yeah oh god did she make a sex tape she did make a sex tape mm-hmm. well she says that she's had enough of being octomom and she says i had to kill octomom to save oh my, my life oh my god i thought you were gonna say she killed her children <laughs> <laughs> right oh my god. She, my whole, like, she, 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 be like oh no you are not octomom no more octomom, so i killed what <laughs> So not I, the octo kids <laughs> i killed them all all eight the octoplus oh i thought you was I, you know i thought he was gonna be the opposite i am no longer octo mom i'm not no mom or some shit like that oh my god you, I, my, i'm not even joking like my heart like stopped when you said <laughs> first of all the fact that this is white people's news you should know it's never gonna get that serious come on <laughs> that would just be regular if she killed her kids that's just news news okay uh white people news is too light for that okay she metaphorically killed octomom she is now just going by nadia uh aka uh now she was nadia she's now going by natalie suleiman or suleiman all right suleiman uh and she tells of her shame over being a stripper and her porn past but she says now uh she has turned her life around and has no regret about uh having her in vitro seven-year-old octuplets 
um she said she was ashamed by the dehumanizing and exploitative lifestyle she led as octomom in a candid interview i mean i guess people did shame the fuck out of that woman it was wild well um, i mean yeah but yeah so existed so i mean she was that. clearly being exploited i mean she was clearly exploiting her situation yeah the yeah. entire thing was about exploitation i mean she wanted if i'm not mistaken didn't she want to have the eight kids after some other couple got a bunch of money for having like six or some stupid shit like it, it wasn't even like original it was just like this oh they had seven i'm gonna have eight right. it's like didn't she have a tv show and everything yeah, yeah. But she she really did expect again like nate parker she didn't expect the backlash right when you think about it how could you not right expect backlash and every like, based on how it was done it's so funny because everybody was like seven was enough you know what I mean? like every everyone collective was like we're not fucking with eight okay like we we just gave a big charity to to the seven we gave them cars and houses and shit uh eight eight is enough okay you're done she was a single parent who had in vitro who had two other kids who had who were special needs like right. she was just a a cacophony of of, of wrong and she was already on like government assistance it was just like yeah. all the like if you just had like a venn diagram of all the circles of shit that people can't wait to judge you on already she Ooh. was like square in the middle of like 12 different issues and i didn't realize they said she had six other kids yeah she has 14 yeah. kids now yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then like she got in trouble because then she made some money but then she didn't reported on taxes or some shit so that she had tax trouble it was a lot there's definitely a mental yeah health. some yeah. something's up there she got a five on five going on good pick up but here's the game. thing about her it's that's the kind of stuff that you want like the republicans and whatever to talk about as far as people abusing the system but they won't come on dog right because that to me is abusing the system some of their favorite republicans got 14 kids though they can't they can't be talking shit Oh, <laughs> yeah they can't be talking shit they probably them quiverful people probably be like uh what you mean it's irresponsible to have a whole lot of kids what you trying to say jed or who you know donald um suleiman who had octobers in 2009 worked as a porn star and a stripper to make ends meet she said she developed an out who were the dudes that was like yo you going to the club tonight Octo mom gonna be there, dog. That's how going to watch a uh, quote unquote freak show, if that makes sense. But she's not bringing the kids. No, it's like no her kids. vagina is gonna be eight kids deep. It doesn't work that way. Oh, no, but people God. are dumb. What are like, you gonna see? Oh right. man, she gonna shoot a basketball across the room with her pussy. It's not ah! gonna. It's not gonna work. Like it's just there was no. You are legitimate. Ah, I see that she gonna shoot her like a gun, y'all. Bing! yeah you're a legitimate yeah. scumbag if you actually was like i need to see the octo mom like you're a scumbag man unless you really was doing it to get her kids through school on some charity shit is no that's nothing <laughs> say that again i'm sorry Bossy. that's invited chat i mean here's right. the thing about her all the things that i will cuss you out for saying about people on twitter i'm just like why can't she get a job? Like, how dare she raise children without a husband? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel mad, like, conservative when talking about her because all the, like, fucked up shit that people say in general about people is what I think about her. 
yeah like, that's on the pole like black... i mean just like uh I, she, I, she confuses me hey low-key black people conservative as shit anyway so it's not even like if it wasn't for that racism uh, we, it would be a lot, a lot of, of votes. it'd be a lot of black Republicans if it wasn't for racism, mm-hmm. but it's that goddamn racism just keep fucking it up, but it's ruining shit for people. Yeah, man. I saw, uh, the debate about the dress for that teacher day and I was just like watching my timeline like, oh yeah, I forget. Black people are way more conservative than I think about most of the time. Like, cause I, in this, in the, in the circle I'm in, it's all like super liberal, like do what you want to do you know as long as you're not fucking them kids i don't care you know which is <laughs> like that's kind of where i fall in line now, low bar. yeah i also don't have any kids so i don't give a fuck most of the time about I, I anybody had, i had mixed feelings about that i really did about her her now let me ask you this mm-hmm. did you have issues about the one the picture of the one dress or just all her outfits were a problem the the one dress the okay. um i i feel okay i'm i'm small right like not just short but just like just small all around like just small i'm not well endowed whatever i'm small so but even a a body con dress which is what the dress i wouldn't wear it in certain places i wouldn't wear one to church Mm -hmm. um not because you know of any kind of like slut shit it's just there's just certain things in certain spaces do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like you're free to do whatever you want of course but you also know that that freedom comes with a a judgment mm-hmm. i mean you can't stuff you can't stop people from judging you right mm-hmm. so i have boogies in the fourth grade mm-hmm. I, I i just oh let me let me back up let me use boogie as an example boogie has really bad allergies um so he has to get allergy shots once uh, uh a week the other about a month ago we were at, we were coming out of his allergist office and we see a woman and she's getting out of her car she literally had on like like her booty uh like like jean shorts mm-hmm. with the pockets cut out do you know you see can you picture that yeah right so with the pockets cut out so you could see her whole ass and then she also had on a bikini top and she was she had really big boobs and she was spilling out of it so there was this moment where Boogs and I looked at each other and I didn't know what I was supposed to say to him. He didn't know what he was supposed to. He just, I mean, you, I had everybody, you couldn't help but look at her. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like you couldn't help but look at her, even if you didn't want to look at her because it's just, she was there. So when I got in the car, I was thinking about it and I texted a friend of mine. I was like, is it anti-feminist of me to be really annoyed at that woman? <laughs> and she, cause I, was, I was, I was like, I was really annoyed with her. I was like, what are you doing? It's four o'clock in the afternoon. It's not that hot. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, there's no beach around here. Like I, I can't, I cannot come up with a, a plausible reason why you walk into the allergist office in that outfit. I can't think of one reason. And I got to tell, I got to tell my kid something. Right. You know what I mean? And like, and I, I always feel bad because that's, that's, that's the, that's the excuse people give. Well, why am I going to tell my children? And it's, it's legitimate sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's legitimate sometimes. Sometimes you have to be like, I don't know why she just wants that. I don't know. Uh, we even had we haven't even had the birds and the bees talk. Now I gotta explain booties to you. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can see on a like micro level how it could be annoying to parents in general. Um, and then like with this woman, it's really not even anybody who had a problem with it on the internet. It's really not even their problem. 
yeah. like to deal oh, with like nobody people, people calling her job and what that's yeah you know, like and i, like, I, I you know it and i was like okay that dress is a, is a little much for for the classroom but right. i kept it moving when i started reading that people were calling her job and what i was like okay that's when y'all y'all can have opinions about anything you want right when you start trying to get people fired because you don't like her dress finding her instagram and shit like that it was just you know and that's what the internet does at this point now you know but uh the thing for me uh i kind of err on the side of i'm against the policing uh specifically of black women's bodies and especially at work um because you know it's like every week we covering some story where it's just like so specifically they singled out a black woman for whatever her hair uh she just didn't fit the culture or some just some shady double standard yeah, ass yeah. bullshit so yeah. um and then her body type was just a specific body type that she was gonna be like there's nothing she could do it, right. right in anything she would have had on anything she's gonna get everyone's attention because she's just a dime walking around and she has you know video model type body you know what really pisses me off though mm-hmm. do you remember mr steal your girlfriend or yeah steal your grandma yeah i remember a him. bunch of oiled up dudes on 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 desks in the in the in the, in the <laughs> teacher's lounge yeah yeah an apple like it's gonna be a, i was like y'all don't make the, don't make her famous because you know they're gonna be a bunch of copycats right talk about oh i'm the real teacher with the <laughs> well, you, you know <laughs> hey you know that's gonna happen that's gonna happen with anything even with um with, with mr steal your grandpa a grand grandma or whatever like he he just <laughs> exhausted his 15 minutes until everybody oh was like god. oh my god we done yeah it's which by the way does that not highlight just the difference between men and women right there we will run some shit into the ground i'm hot right now that woman's <laughs> picture has been circulating for like two years and she i don't no one knows what she sounds like no, no like she don't be places like it's just i teach kids i got teacher of the month praise jesus and i'm gonna keep just taking my fine ass back to work like that's what i do mr still your grandma was like i'm in la <laughs> parties, yeah, yeah. And, and shots of him sitting at a cafe wearing the ceiling's pants. Like it was just yeah, because it's it's not the same because the market isn't the same. The dick market is oversaturated, right? Yeah, <laughs> dick. Okay, it is oversaturated. It's oversaturated. We are trading at a right dick market, right? Yeah. You get it when you want it. You get it when you don't want it. You get them all shapes, sizes, and colors. <laughs> I, I need to hang out with you, Karen. Cause I, <laughs> that's not my reality <laughs> at all yeah dudes do be offering dick way we, right. we we are giving it away and it's the difference because women that's why i had a 90 day rule the buyer's market yeah that's why i had a 90 day rule i think more gentlemen we need to start uh acting like a man thinking like a lady uh <laughs> when it comes to our sexuality that's, well, I, I i constantly like I, I asked the question on my timeline was like fellas how long have you made her wait before you know y'all had sex and so many men oh as soon as she let me oh first date i mean shit if she just want to come over and say something i mean hey it's whatever she want to do i'm like y'all have no scruples value your body your body is a temple Ah! and you out here just giving it away yeah but diamond you know you carry within you the seed of life and you just out here giving it away because you don't love yourself but some people were smart i did see no ring no ding lane right no wedding no bedding i started that i mean i'm trying to get the movement started it's a very small movement right now not not a lot of men signing up to my no wedding no bedding but 
i'm i'm hoping you know to kind of get catchy. get some people or just say bossy i'm sorry it's catchy I mean, yeah yeah i'm not alone i can see t-shirts i'm gonna start the movement man because I'm, I'm you know we have and that's the you want to know the most scary part how many women were completely entitled they was just like um uh-uh, i'm gonna be getting me some dick if you gonna come over here bullshit and i was like oh wow the entitlement just <laughs> so like this is our fault because we just been giving it away just dick for free that's your fault yeah but what did kendrick tell us this dick ain't free and that's what we need to accept and we need to promote okay guys but you y'all need to get on one accord that you know now you, i'm trying you Karen. need to talk to your people because they give dick away for free you I'm get the them Colin, on instagram I'm the, dm you get them every, everywhere i'm the colin captain nigga with holding dick i'm trying to get these oh, Lord. to raise our value okay I, I kneel when it comes down to these ladies trying to just take raise our stuff. Your standards fellas Mm-mm. at any rate uh she uh she had a hard time and she's uh decided to not be octomile she like was addicted to xanax uh she had plastic surgery which i thought everybody knew but she confessed it yeah <laughs> she was like i confess yeah. it was like uh yeah. i guess kim kardashian gonna confess next we we know guys <laughs> we Keep all know secret. we saw the before picture Nicki Minaj. it's cool um i have no work on my face but i admit i ejected my lips at wait ain't lips part of the face mm-hmm. all right anyway i ejected my lips and i don't it know t- unless they're somewhere else oh it could be the other lips oh my gosh true no. oh oh she's talking about dim lips no i think she's talking she said it on face oh, but. i mean she okay let me let me i've already i think mm-hmm Killed oh, my feminist that. card with the thing. Let me be quiet right now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, that's what, I did mean to say though. Um, I have no problem with that woman's dress, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I admit I am biased and totally err on the side of mm-hmm. leave black women alone at work. Yes, sir. So I have no problem with her dress as, as well. But I yeah. can understand why people would have a problem with it. Yeah. I don't. I don't see why people are calling her. It's not an. I wouldn't even raise it as a PTA meeting, let alone call. Yeah, like, you know what? I went to my niece's graduation, and it was a woman in there with her two sons, and she was watching her other kid graduate, and she was just fine as fuck. It was not like she had a nice dress on and everything. It was form-fitting. I'm sure every dude in there was like, God damn. And every woman was in there like, God damn. And you know what? That's just her reality. She fine as yeah. fuck. Everywhere she goes, she's going to be fine as fuck. I don't know what she does in real life. Like, she could be a teacher. She could be working in an office. She could, I, she could be the CEO. I have no idea. She just, that's just her reality, man. And that's kind of what we do because we, we can't help but sexualize women's bodies anyway and then we once we do that we try to make them feel shame about the fact that we're doing that to them so it's like put on a burka like you need to put on some sackcloth and ashes and make me stop wanting you you know it would not matter not with the body that woman had it would not matter she's just fine man whatever it it was people was getting all deep i was like she fine was what are we talking about i think that 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 was a major thing like the people who were who were who were really against it and the people who were really like like she can come to school in a bikini if she wanted no right. she can't like, right stop she that. can't like, yeah stop. like just come on you know what's, well, well you know what's funny though because speaking of how information is presented to us and we all off topic but it's bossy is what happens <laughs> um you know i was thinking about this if that same story would have been presented to us as 
this teacher who won teacher of the month was fired because she wore this dress to school yes niggas would have took it completely the opposite it would have been fuck that i'm calling this school we need to boycott so and so hashtag boycott (laughs) so like it would have been so different but since it was presented since it was presented as this woman swear she a teacher look what she got on it was more like people took it like well she shouldn't be teaching people like that it's just yeah. all how it's presented to you. You know what? Yeah, presentation uh, uh, definitely warps uh, perception. It, it that's what if, if the internet has taught us anything, it's that. Yeah. Yes, it does, and I think my thing, my standards is so low. Just don't fuck the kids. Just don't fuck the kids. I'm saying, like that's how low my standards. Real is. talk, like, man. Oh, like, we like, read like, too like, many articles. Keep your ass covered and don't fuck the kids. We read too many articles on this show. Well, we see the bottom of humanity. Don't come to school drunk and don't fuck the kids. Like, my line is just like, it's like, yo, she came to school and her dress is too tight. Was she fucking the kids? No. Just, cool. okay, then just let it go. Cool. Just, cool. it's cool. It's cool. Just, let's right. come. I mean, does she wear the dress every day? No. All right. Well, just let it go. Cool. Let's right. just. We read articles. Did she come to school drunk? Did she come to school right. high? No. Right. Okay. I don't have no problem. God, man. I miss i mean it's sad but i miss when um we actually had teachers that were trained and went to school to be teachers rather than how we do now where we've stripped teaching of all money and all uh benefits so now it's like what'd you go to school for business administration you want to teach science we'll pay for for college and people go yeah a lot of people go yeah and i think that's why you have 21 year olds teaching 18 year olds and and fucking them and shit man so it's fucked up the age gap is so uh close and i think and they don't have to train it by the way it's not just the age gap when you go to school for teaching you know you you started out going to school for teaching right you spend all that time in classrooms hours yeah like it's like it's a lot of other shit that you have to learn to be around kids to be in this environment all this etiquette and we don't have that anymore because we've stripped the position of a lot of um what do you call it um uh like knowledge capital capital like people mm-hmm. that just did this for a living and they and we respected their tenure we respected the, like even if you go this school this teacher's an old stodgy person we all had that one teacher we we're like oh she's been a teacher forever i hate yeah. her but she was also the epitome of a professional ass teacher you know and yeah. that's that's just gone man yep yeah. all right anyway I mean, yeah oh yeah. go ahead bossy no i mean it's 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 it's, it's true but at the, at the same time though as an adult don't have sex with people at your job like you know what i mean like like no matter how old you are compared to your students even if you're like oh man he's fine to be 15 or whatever (laughs) say that in your head and then go home like yeah Ah! but you know i mean crossing that line is what regardless of age it's just something there's a mental thing where you can think whatever you want we cannot stop you from thinking when you act on it that's when i'm like why why yeah i blame uh like i said the the teacher we don't have the teacher pipeline anymore and them goddamn twilight movies man okay these these older women start lusting after these little boys in those shirts on mm-hmm. fucked up the whole game man out there cougaring <laughs> it up yeah it's like well that's okay because that vampire is 200 years old in that movie but in real ah! life that's just a 15 year old boy you I gotta stop lusting after that little dude man keep it keep it in your pants teachers uh all right 
we gotta we gotta wrap up all right guys we've been going quite some time here uh but we can't wrap up without at least getting a little bit racist okay and we gotta play guess the race okay we gotta play guess the race with with bossy um it's been a long time mm-hmm. okay uh so she might be rusty i don't know bossy uh do you still think you have it within you to to, to be racist i'm gonna do my best all right I'm let me do my best that's all me, i can that's all i can i can give you let me cue the song now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race harmonizing now mm-hmm the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today bossy Hickby, to guess the race and karen in the chat room play along and they're both races <clears throat> all right and of course guess the race is sponsored by bevel that's right <laughs> this close shave with racism is brought to you by her, the close shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps that's right i got clear smooth skin man i shave with bevel today man i shaved and went to the store and some random lady com- uh complimented me on my holder shirt mm-hmm. in front of her boyfriend but i know what she was really saying nice shave bro and i said you know what ah. right back at you white lady make sure you guys go to getbevel.com today use code tvgwt get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's see what kind of guessing who's done some racist i mean some crime today oh here's a guy despicable a retired fertility doctor used his own sperm to impregnate at least eight patients decades ago what yeah Mm-hmm. he's a retired indianapolis fertility doctor and he used his own sperm to impregnate at least eight mothers decades ago and he admitted to six now adult children uh to doing so uh court documents say uh <laughs> he's like hold up i'm gonna get this from my special stash <laughs> that's real special his name is dr donald klein and he faces two felony obstruction of justice charges and for misleading authorities who were investigating two of the children's complaints against him he surrendered in court on monday karen did you just say white are you guessing already mm-hmm. all right just one yeah i've already i guess right when you opened when you started I was, okay I was white. bossy's going white as well all right the 77 year old that's just a rumor was which one that you went white that you're guessing white oh i'm sorry that's i mean other than yeah michael rapport uh if you're listening uh come on the show okay let's just (laughs) let's work this out i know you couldn't do it with uh black girl nerds but you're always welcome here to get cussed out and hung up on um the shortest interview we ever had on the show (laughs) hey mike what's up man fuck you click all right man let's come on with the rest of this show um (laughs) A retired Indianapolis fertility donor uh, uses all sperm to impregnate at least eight mothers decades ago. He's admitted six children. Okay. Uh, he faces two felony charges and he surrendered in court on Monday. The 77 year old suburban Zionville man told the six adults that he had donated his own sperm about 50 times. Uh, yeah. His patients were told they were receiving sperm from medical residents or students. Klein is accused of being a biological father of at least eight people. The youngest would be about 30. The six adults can see through his clinic in the, wow. yeah, in the 70s and 80s. 
discovered they were siblings how did he just stop you know what i mean like how you do this like what times just hard in the sperm market at the time he's like man i just i might have to use some of my own batch run, 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 like like the blood when i gotta do them drives when it kind of low you can you know you can't do more no more sperm drives is that what a doctor disappears to when they take that break during your physical must be you know <laughs> like i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> they might do that cancel my appointment now right <laughs> uh well, i'll be right back uh just give me about 20 minutes come back sweating you're like what's wrong with oh, you <laughs> did you wash your hands put them gloves back on oh god uh, this why is... i don't have male doctors now not even my dentist everybody's gotta be a woman yeah i got i had to get a woman doctor too because i'm like i don't want you uh i don't want your spermy hands touching me old man <laughs> uh the siblings met with klein in the spring of this year and he told them that he had used his own sperm when a donor was not available also that so he was doing it out of desperation why can't you just be like there's no donors available come back next week <laughs> he wanted That's that money yeah. what if he you think he ever had like two pages back to back he's like oh jesus i don't know how <laughs> I gotta oh, drink a lot of water. A lot of water. Got a twelve thirty and a one thirty. I got sweating like <laughs> shit. Nurse, uh, I'm gonna need you to uh bring I'll bring my VCR in here, please. I just um ah! <laughs> the seventies and eighties he was using VCRs and had to be beta max yeah. shit. <laughs> he was he was had like Playboys in his desk. Jesus Christ, buddy. Um had them hustlers. Yep uh so the siblings met with him in the spring he told him what happened he also told them that he had kept records of which patients received his sperm but all those have been since destroyed since indiana only requires medical records to be kept for seven years that's fucked up because he knew them was his kids come on dog i know he couldn't wait for them seven years to pass Woo! they ain't find out delete he he didn't consider himself to be fathering children but helping families unable to conceive he said in an interview with fox uh, his attorney is expected to release a statement Monday afternoon, and he was released on his own recognizance and his hearing, has his hearing scheduled next month. Uh, are y'all both staying with White? I'm staying yep. with White. All right. Everyone staying with White. Let's see what the chat room uh, and their racist asses believe his race is. You should be glad to get this Dr. Sperm White. The Sperminator White was caught when he couldn't resist being in the kids lives oh creating a master race white that that first of all i just want to appreciate the audacity of that racism that was some amazing racism. who said that hc that is amazing racism hc um joe spacey says as white as the baby batter he donated white man really proud of his dna nuck if you cuck white oh <laughs> what is wrong with y'all oh shit <laughs> but this is why you know what this is my favorite segment of the show because this just solidifies that no matter what we say we still ain't shit um <laughs> at any rate all of you guys got it right he was a white man everybody was right people don't do shit like that good job good job everyone we're not gonna do the bonus round because it's late and we've been uh going away so karen and bossy you both got 100 percent tonight Woo-hoo! all right i take that yeah. yeah i take it too i just like to win yeah <laughs> and of course the last thing we do is talk about sword ratchetness uh we got sword uh stories that we need to cover let me see if i can here's one all right uh a malone man 
is accused of attacking another man with a sword last week and he was arrested monday on an attempted murder charge Scott J. Hart, 28 of Malone, was arrested in connection with the attack on Raymond Street in May, on May 11th. Uh, Hart is charged with second degree attempted murder, first degree assault, third degree criminal possession of a, of a weapon, uh, all felonies, and second degree menacing a misdemeanor and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Police said the incident took place around 1 a.m., uh, of course uh when he allegedly attacked the victim during a verbal argument the victim raised his arm to protect his head causing extensive injuries to his arm numerous torso lacerations no motive for the attack was released i mean the motive is he had a sword that's really (laughs) that has been the theme of this segment for the better part of four years now the victim managed to escape to the parking lot of maple fields restaurant um the convenience store and, and convenience store it's a restaurant and convenience store what town is this <laughs> that is adorable uh, <laughs> hey man i would like uh i would like some eggs some grits some bacon and uh fill up on number five thank you yes. <laughs> can i have the uh sunrise special and i would like a pack of cigarettes right <laughs> yeah <laughs> get them beef jerky and some newports please and uh right why yeah while i'm here make me a chicken sandwich um (laughs) he was transported to the alice hyde medical center and later transferred to the university of vermont medical center in burlington vermont he was sent he's since been released from the hospital last week police said they were unable to move forward with the case because the victim was not cooperating the victim has since pressed charges (laughs) yeah i guess he ain't want to be no snitch but uh the medical bills ain't gonna pay for themselves homeboy he probably got that bill the next week he said man shit what's the number to um 911 again ah! hand me my phone fuck this <laughs> doubt this with my one working arm because this motherfucker got an attitude <laughs> hark was a uh, heart was found in an ellenberg residence monday night by u.s marshal service and new york state police k-9 unit he was later turned over to malone village police he was arraigned in malone town court by justice charles gardner and he's being held in franklin county jail on fifty thousand dollars cash bail he ain't never getting out uh franklin county police uh probation department uh and oh the boater control uh and the sheriff's office all assisted in this investigation damn they was after him oh it got real well uh look that has been sore ratchetness and lesson this time is uh look man if you get stitches then you gotta start snitching okay <laughs> it's normally the other way around where stitches get snitches get stitches but listen if somebody cut you up and you gotta get stitches you have my permission to tell on their ass <laughs> uh make sure you guys follow bossy man on twitter she's bossy world um make sure you guys go so you know it's the real me mm-hmm. when you see the one with the check mark that's how you know that's how you know you're getting a 100 percent the real deal uh and also make sure you guys um uh, you know go to her website by cxb.com and uh you know if you're in south africa <laughs> go ahead holler at her man tell her we sent you man i know some of y'all out there i'll be seeing where the listens come from we should do it's all good y'all um so yeah make sure y'all do that and bossy thank you so much for being on the show oh thank, thank you, you. No, i love you guys I'm oh really same happy. to you uh, we love you too same to you man it's been too long mm-hmm. uh and karen uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.